You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh. We're in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Mm, mm, mm. I never complimented you. I really like that beat that you did there. So, you know, it's funny. You didn't like it at first. I didn't. Didn't. I, it's, grown, it's grown on Yeah, me. I told you you had a good vibe. Well, you know, it's a proven. You know, it wasn't that I didn't like it. It's just that, hey, that for, we, we, when you talk about my beats, put some respect on them. Damn it! You stole it from me. Fuck! <laughs> you beat me to it, man. God damn it! Well, it's funny though. Going back to that before we get on the respect thing, because I, I think that we need to take some time to respect the respect thing. Sure. Because it is a cultural phenomenon. Sure. But anyway, uh, it's funny. We were first doing this uh, this podcast, and I think we might have talked about it before. We did another podcast early on and we got like two or three episodes in it and we actually you you and i sat down and made the uh, beer and boulders 40k theme song which was not designed for beer and boulders 40k but like it was so good that i'm like dude i'm using this and at the time you didn't fucking care if i even asked you i might not even ask I you i just fucking took that shit huh i don't think you did but i was still okay with it yeah i knew you would be okay with it um so like i wanted to recreate that magic and you're like well what if we get a chick to do, you know, the little intro thing. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's good. But you just, like, didn't you get, like, a robot to do it? Like, you just talked into it and it made, like, a robot chick? Yeah, I, did, that... I did one of those things online where you, like, type it in and then it says it for you. But it's, oh. it's funny because I had to say, like, a, a few a few things. Like, I had to spell them different so that it pronounced it properly. Really? Yeah. Like, um, like the, the, the line that's, like, uh, so, uh, so make sure your cheese doodles are super fresh. Yeah. Like... I had to put like extra E's and O's so that she really? pronounced cheese doodles. Like it, it was either like sometimes it was like like the doodles. I think it was like doodles. You couldn't. Oh. So I was like D O. So make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh. Yeah, like fucking robots will ever take take us over. Yep. It's never gonna happen. Yep. It, stupid robots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta turn this, I gotta Stu- turn this heat stu- off. Stupid, stupid carpenters. Stupid carpenters. <laughs> Dude, that's a good story. Yeah, hey, you, you wanna tell it? Let's tell it. Okay. Uh, we were building my 40k table, and we were trying to make sure that the sides were square. So we're using the Pythagorean theorem or whatever it is. And, yes. And we a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Correct. And we pulled out uh like a a a square like you know to square it out like but so we we pulled it out and he was like this isn't a square this is a triangle stupid carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was much funnier in the moment. No, it's still pretty good. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, episode thirty-four, Nerd Rage Radio. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. Maybe too much. Uh, so we always get in this. We, always, <laughs> you know, th- there was a a point in time with this podcast where we really hadn't found our stride per se. Per se. And but we we had kind of lost the initial like, oh, this is new and exciting. You know what I mean? Like, not that we don't enjoy doing this. We enjoy doing this. I, you know, it's a, I look forward to it all week. But it's like so. There got to be a time where we were just like throwing everything in the notes, and I guess we didn't find our stride. We just started reading notes. Well, you know, Mr. Skullface gets really stressed out about shit like that. Like when I put into the the uh, on the Facebook, like you know, ask questions so we can we can stress out Uncle old Uncle Scully. Yeah. Like you guys don't realize that's just true. Yeah. Like he's like, God 
God damn it, Adam. And like, you know, we do that shit to each other, on, shit like that to each other on purpose all the time. Like, you know, we'll walk into a comic book store and, you know, he'll have to speak about how fucking big it is to the owner. Yeah. And, uh, and such. So now we have like this private Facebook page where we share all the notes. Now, Bobby does proper research of reading all the articles and puts in there, like, what is interesting and stuff that he really wants to discuss with me. And, like, dude, like, I'll sit there. It'll be, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. I got shit to do. <laughs> this is a catchy and headline. I, fuck yeah, catchy headline. <laughs> this will be, you know, this is good for, you know, putting in our uh, our notes to, so people will search and find our podcast and, and stuff like that. Because, you know, you do all the show notes, but I haven't, you know, I haven't got my mitts on them through the whole search engine optimization bullshit. Because we don't really, you know, we don't really care. People like the podcast, they'll find it. You know, they'll find it. They're meant to listen to it, right? Yep. You don't need to advertise that shit. It'll come to you naturally, organically, like it should. So uh, so it's always a constant fight where he's like, I'm going to take this out. There's not much meat to this. And I'm like, no. So anyway, the um, have you taken out all the good stuff? No, I no, I, I didn't. I only took out Dude, two. Dude, you're so selfish. I only took out two things, and I, that's only because I didn't get a chance to go through everything. But most Good. of it, most of it seems like it's on the. Well, you know what? I've already got it. Uh, you know, loaded up on my screen. There's so a number now... of them that are just discussion kind of points, anyway. But it's just yeah. it's hard to fit. Like you know, we're we're doing a three hour show, and it's just hard. It's still hard to get everything in. It, like I, I like to leave time for tangents and off. And you know, and you know why we're only doing a three hour show, folks? As long as that uh, we can get away with naps and babysitting issues yep. or school and blah blah blah. Shout out to everybody that uh, that that sent me their um, their like warm like best wishes, well wishes, etc. For my uh, my tranny porn disaster. <laughs> people, oh, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me about yeah, this. Yeah, a lot of people contacted me and were like, "Dude, this happened to the best of us. Like, don't you know? Don't let it mess with you. It's is it, fine. Is it, is it really that you know damaging? No, I, I think that they're doing it tongue in cheek too, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, so to speak. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's, it's, I, I probably know a dude or two that would probably be traumatized by that shit. Yeah. Oh, but by the simple reason that they think they should be traumatized by that right. shit. No, I mean, like, yeah. like I told you. Like, I might, I'm, shit, I look at no, penis it, and turn gay. Like I said, it's not know? really that that traumatizes me. It's, I think what's, what I find unnerving a bit is is just, uh, like, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> we talk about sexuality, I guess, a fair bit. But, but, like, I don't think that homosexuality and heterosexuality is, like, a, a coin that has two sides. Yeah. Like, I think it's a scale. It's a, sl- it's a sliding scale. Yeah, and I think that, like, zero is 100% homosexual, and 10 is 100% heterosexual, and there may be some zeros, and there may be some tens out there, but most people find themselves somewhere on the scale. Yeah. But I think what's unnerving to me is that, like, I still would probably knock this dude off, and that puts me <laughs> a six automatically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you did show me, you did finally show me a picture. That was off air though. Damn it. Yeah. 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 Before the picture is like, oh yeah. I mean, I was like, dude, what's, what's the problem with that? It looks like a woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah obviously yeah. you're attracted to that cause it's the female form and you did, it was kind of like a waist up one. And, <laughs> and then here came <laughs> like, the waist down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you a story. And then, so then he shot me another photograph and it, everything looked like a woman, but she had like some kind of skimpy nightgown shirt on. <laughs> e, and like, it, it like went across the nether regions and at the very bottom, just the tip was swinging there in the breeze just, under the very thin shirt. Even though, even though she had some breast implants, still something left to remind you of the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I'd, I'd actually like to get in a. I, I would, I would like to like 
not interview, just like have a conversation with somebody and like, dude, what's like going through your mind with this? Like, how do you feel? Just, just to get the perspective, you know? Yeah. But you know what's funny, dude? Like people get uncomfortable, you know? I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put some stuff out because we probably won't be able to do it anytime soon, but I was on a uh, episode of Toy Detox and it kind of turned into uh, an episode of like the, the politically, you know, County culturalism, blah blah bullshit that we were doing with Tyler, and at first, and Joe H, uh, Tyler and uh, Mickey, and uh, and Joe H, but we haven't even had a chance to talk to Joe H yet. So we were on on the podcast, and Tyler had to bang out early. But I'm gonna go ahead and put you out in front of you, Tyler. I think I was making Tyler feel a little uncomfortable. You think so? You know what I mean, I think so because like there's a couple times I said some like wild shit, and Tyler was like, "Whoa, we can't say that." <laughs> you know, we're far too white to say that. I'm like, "No, we can say it. that's fine, man." You know, and I, I'll tell you, man, not for nothing, you guys who don't know Mickey, that, that's a smart dude, man. Yeah, no doubt. M- Mickey's got some, that, that dude's got some some depth. I could sit around, I could probably sit around him and just, and just like have a weekly discussion topic and not even record that shit. Just be like, all right, man, let's, let's do some work because we were, we were everywhere, man. We started talking about race relations and it got into theoretical physics. It was great. Mickey and I were talking about doing a music podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if I want to do it anymore. Nah, man, because I don't think you can put respect on people's names. Yeah, it might be a problem. The more I, the more I think about it, the more I could see myself potentially getting uh, hurt by some sort of <laughs> angry entourage. Of well, I, I'll I'll tell you the joke I had planned. I was like, hey guys, go to you know go to uh, iTunes and give that five star rating. But when you do, make sure you put some respect on it. Oh yes, put some respect on the five star rating. Yeah, man. But you jumped the gun, man. You took that away from me. So let, let's ex- let me explain that to the people real quick. So uh, <laughs> one of the best things that's ever happened to the internet happened last week, which was uh, Birdman. Uh, I don't know what his real name is. He's a rapper. He's not. He's not like he's a rapper, but he's more of a business he's a mogul. Yeah. Uh, he. I think. He's like a Suge. He's like a Suge Knight meets Puff Daddy. If I'm not Me- mistaken. Somebody else. If I'm not mistaken, he has like I think he has like three of the biggest like hip hop acts signed to him, which is Lil Wayne, uh, Drake, and Nicki Minaj. So like this guy's rolling in money. I mean, it, 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 I'm sure he's just like I'm. Sh- I'm sure he just can't find a way to spend it. And and I think he, he actually is. A, I think he's a, a, a bit of a certified tough guy as well. But. He went on to a radio show in New York called Power 105, which is like Hot 97's main competitor. Yeah, which we talk about, which is kind of funny because you kind of got me on it now too. Yeah, yeah, because Power yeah. 105 hosts the the Breakfast Club, which is like one of my favorite things in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, which hosts uh, DJ Envy, who used to be a Joe Button DJ, I'll have you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Angela Yee, who I'm not that familiar with. I know she has ties to Atlanta Records, I believe. Um, Atlantic, maybe Atlantic. Atlantic Records, maybe and, who knows? Um, and Charlemagne, and I'm just a huge Charlemagne <laughs> fan. Like I, I think that he's great. I think that he's great. I think that he's yeah. a great, a great voice in that genre of music uh, to, yeah. to call people on their bullshit. So this guy Birdman goes into this uh, studio and he goes in there with like eight goons, and it, he immediately sets the tone of intimidation. Um. <laughs> Now the the nice thing about he, he, he immediately flares out his plume of feathers. Now the nice thing it does, it does a little funny. dance. That's funny. It does a little dance. Now the nice thing about the Breakfast Club is that they're used to the quote unquote nonsense. So they start their cameras rolling as soon as the act is on the way to the studio. And it's glorious. 
so he came in and he he was angry with some of the comments that they had been making about him on their show. They made comments about him in the pictures of him kissing Little Wayne and all this kind of stuff. Like just just normal radio joking bullshit. Uh, they've made comments about like a lot of his artists having problems with the money and just all this sorts of stuff. So he comes in and uh, he's very upset and he's like. I'm, you know, he starts it off like I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, you, you, when you say my name, you better put some respect on it. <laughs> and and they're they're like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm telling, I'm telling all three of y'all, put some put some respect on my name. Don't be fucking saying my name. Put some respect on it. And he sits down. He's like, I ain't gonna say it no more. And he and he like crosses his arms. Um, and. So I'm going to talk about this a bit in detail. I'm not going to get – this isn't a music podcast. Dude, we, we should actually like get a clip of that shit and put it on here. Yeah. Uh, it's a, there's so much to do there. But if you, look up, that if you idea. look up – I'm sure it, – like, because Realm of Collectors dispel, – Dispel respect with a K and you'll find that shit. Yeah, Realm of Collectors uh, talked about it briefly on their show this week. And like they had to talk about it because they were referencing it so much. So I'm trying to give people, cause I know it's becoming like a pop culture reference thing. So I'm trying oh, yeah. to give people like a baseline of how this thing started. So, uh, he said, uh, I ain't gonna say it no more. And Charlemagne says, you know, like, well, let's get going. So the show then goes live. Now I think that Birdman's purpose in doing that was to intimidate them right before the interview started. So they wouldn't ask anything, controversial because mm-hmm. he has some controversial stuff going on in his life right now involving a uh an incident with a bus that little name was on and all sorts of money situations like there's just there's a number there's a there's a there's a lot of speculative controversy around him at the moment yeah and i think that he was trying to turn them away from asking questions in regard to it <clears throat> so they said let's get it going they start rolling they, they, they go live and charlemagne's like he's already cursed us out like it's mm-hmm. like one of the first things said. He's already cursed us out. Uh, tell us why you're mad. And he's like, I I, I ain't got to say it no more. And he goes on to say he could have. He knows where Charlemagne hangs out. He could have pulled up on him, but that wouldn't be gangster. He wanted to see him look him in his eyes. And Charlemagne says, in my opinion, some of the toughest shit out there. Where he says, you know, did you pull up on Rick Ross and Trick Daddy this way? And these are two other guys in the music industry that have been outspoken about their criticisms of Birdman and um, you know I guess what Charlemagne is saying is like are you being as tough with these you know other tough guys as you are with, yeah. the, with the radio personality yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and Birdman said I'm, I'm pulling up on you expletive <laughs> and uh, and then and then and then Birdman goes on to ask them uh, if you're fo- if you're a Twitter guy look up the hashtag Birdman ultimatums uh, because they're pretty great. But uh, Birdman goes to ask them and give them the ultimate ultimatum. Are y'all finished or are y'all done? And then <laughs> and then and then leaves. Uh, leaves yeah. leaves the studio with all of his goons. And then Charlemagne says grand open and grand closing. Shortest interview in Breakfast Club history, et cetera. Now yeah. I want to go ahead what, and read. What's her face says? Well, what about all my notes? Oh yeah, Angelie says, What about all my notes? She was apparently like I heard a, a talk later on she had done like an insane amount of research for this interview like they were really yeah. really prepared yeah, um, yeah so she yeah. was pretty disappointed so i'm going to read you some of uh these great uh birdman ultimatums hashtag birdman ultimatums from twitter did i just wake up or stop sleeping <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's another Birdman ultimatum. You paying or you buying? <laughs> you going to have my child or you going to let me get you pregnant? <laughs> and the final Birdman ultimatum that I'm going to read. Now, we can either do this the difficult way or the hard way. <laughs> so anyway um he stormed out of there that was the end of it shortest interview in breakfast club history and uh the internet went crazy yeah man broke broke the internet man memes and video viral videos and on and on and on and it's just kind of become this thing now here's what i'm gonna say about it i think that it wasn't the most thoroughly thought out th- uh, tactical move from by Birdman. By Birdman. Oh no! It was, I mean, it, was, you know, it blew up in his face. It blew man. up in his face. However, yeah, uh, I think that I I will go to say as just as in a prediction that his point was made. I bet you because like the very next day, like Charlemagne does this thing called Donkey of the Day, where it's like Jackass of the Day. Yeah, I don't think Birdman got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bet you from here on out. You won't hear much stuff out of them about him hmm. because I think I, I think at the end of the day that they're smart enough to know that he, even though it came off very goofy, it was probably very real. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so much, so much drama, so much drama in the LBC. I know, right? Jesus. And in the NYC. Well, anyway, besides this glorious week of memes, oh. and like you know, and, and there's like a, a page with you, Tyler, Mickey, and I, and all it's been is fucking Birdman shit. Yeah, Birdman it's shit and Prince and Prince so shoes. Funny, those yeah. Prince shoes. Like I haven't worn. They're hot, man. I haven't worn like nice sneakers in a long time. Like, cause I'm old and whack, and I just have to wear sneakers to support my arches properly. <laughs> but like, if I were to get like a new, like I would get those purple rain sneakers. Hey man, I got a I got a funny well not a funny thing. I just read this article. Um, speaking of old and whack, this chick. I know this is way out left field, but it's just something I'm interested in hearing your perspective on. Okay, right? This chick had she owns these two bio companies and she's doing like gene therapy, and they uh, there's these little things at the end of your your DNA strands called telomeres, which you know, every time your DNA splits or replicates, they get a little shorter and shorter, and basically that's why you age, right? Um, so she's doing this therapy that actually lengthens telomeres and she's basically gained 20 years of life. Like, like, you know, looking at her, her cells and everything. And she's like saying like, you know, within the next three to five years, there'll be treatments to, uh, attack the disease of aging, right? You know, become young, look younger, get your hair back. If you're going bald, whatever you, whatever you, you know, want to do, get back to like 25 year old man, dude, would you be all about that shit? Or would you just let Mitch take his course? Uh, it de- it would depend. I would have to know a lot about that, like <clears throat> because like y- you know, like if I'm 80, do I feel 60? No. If you're 80 and you take this, you feel and look 25. All right. Well, but, but that's not like right now. You said 20 years. Yeah, she's only 44 years old. So. So it makes you feel 25. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'd yeah. have to. I'd have, I, 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 I don't. I'd have to see let, it. I'd have to see that. In I action. mean, let, let me just set let me just set the scenario for you. Don't worry about like where it's at right now. Let's just see if it's going to be this in ten years. So ten years, you're forty five years old. You start going in for your your you know annual retro anti aging retrovirus shot. And they shoot it in your ass, and and your body starts to regenerate to your twenty five year old version. Virgin, virgin. I don't know. Twenty five. I still don't get my hair back. 
<laughs> well, they can fix that too. Well, if they can fix that, I mean, I'd, I would do an awful lot for my hair. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. But but here's the thing, like, uh, you know, we, they, we, you they and I have had this. Plumping, they're plumping your, your cheekbones a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't. I don't. Bring the color back. I don't, to your see, I, don't, I don't give a shit about none of that. If if <laughs> if um, like I really don't. Like that's not my thing. Like I, I'm not. I'm not a very. I'm not a vain person. Like at, at all. So like, and I think that men, as, a, as in general. Like I said a couple weeks ago, they should wear boots and not open-toed shoes. Yeah. I think that also men should cover up as much as their body that they can on a daily basis. Like, I don't care if it's 100. I, I think you're more vain with your clothing. I don't know. Than... I, I dress like shit, dude. Like, I, I, I don't dress well. I'm not like a fancy dresser. Uh, well, maybe not Maybe not as much anymore. No. Because you're like a dad. Yeah, well, not, not just because I'm a dad, just because my, my, my money goes to toys. Yeah, that's true. You know, like... I, I I used to dress well. I used to, and I my and my shoe game was fucking ridiculous. But not, not, no, not not Tyler's game. No, not Tyler's level. But Tyler, yeah. Tyler has. Hey, Tyler has talk about Tyler's connections. Talk about, Tyler's talk about Tyler's shoe game. Put some respect. on I would put respect on Tyler's shoe game. But, but he has say. connections. It's not really fair. But like, oh, so Tyler's cheating. He, uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not. I'm not gonna call him an animal. Okay. I'm not gonna call him a cheetah. But I'm also not gonna say he's lying. You know what I mean. <laughs> um. But but I think that like uh, I think that men should cover up as much as they can as as often as they can. Like I I am just generally disgusted by male flesh. But with, really, with all that being you're, said, you're like a reverse Muslim. We've yeah. yeah oh yeah, shit! Exactly, can I say that? Exactly. Can I say that? Like <laughs> I wish men would trouble. walk around like beekeepers. You know, I, I, like just on that point, real quick. Uh, you know, like uh, I I got a I was talking to somebody. Um, and it was a female, and they were talking about dressing up skimpy and how they had the right to go out there half naked, and, and nobody, they shouldn't get any unwanted attention. Like, the only time that anybody should look at them is people who they want to look at them. It's basically what they, they're saying. It's absurd, absurd shit, right? And I was like, listen, I, I don't think that, you know, somebody should have to wear a cloth over everything but their eyes. But at the same time, I don't think people should, like, walk around half naked. There's got to be a balance someplace in well, the like, middle. I'm okay you know with what I mean? walking around half naked. It's just that the woman has to be prepared. Like, okay, this is a fine line. I don't want to get too far off because I want to answer your, your mortality issue. Like, I, like, I'm not talking about a physical advance. That's something different that goes into a different category. That's something that separates man from animal. Mm-hmm. But a verbal advance, like if a woman doesn't want a verbal advance – then she shouldn't advertise her body because that is what is causing the verbal advance. If, yes. if she was wearing a giant trash bag and just had it closed up around her neck, no one would talk to her. Like it's, it's the presentation of her form that is causing the person to initiate a conversation. If she is not interested in random people in, like, initiating conversation, then I feel like she should dress accordingly. And now, likewise, if she tells a man I'm not interested, the man should respect that and walk away. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like a guy like me, like you know, in my single days, if I were, if I were, which is a long time ago, but if, if I were to see a woman that was dressed provocatively, and it, it would catch my attention, mm-hmm. and then I would, and then I would take that, and then I would start, you know, doing a judge from the from the from the head down, right? Mm-hmm. And and then I'd be, oh, I'm going to go talk to her. So I'd go up to her and I'd say something super slick, like. Excuse me, miss. Uh, how do you spell me? Now, you be the woman. Uh, M-E? You left out the D. M-E-D? 
And then you say, there's no D in me. There's no D in me. Not yet. <laughs> and then I'd get those digits. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, God. But, like, you know, like, like I'm just saying that, but, 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 like, I just feel like, you know, women have to know that men are, men are attracted, men are attracted to women. Like, you know, so if you put your body out there in an attractive way, it's going to, it's going to initiate attention. That's why, yeah. that's why the clothes are that way. Yeah. It's, it's, Ultimately. It's a, it's a biological phenomenon. And also like, like, you know, like, like there's all sorts of studies that you can go into. Like women dress more provocatively when they're, when they're ovulating. You know what I mean? Like, like yep. there's, there's all sorts of shit you can go into, but I, I mean, I don't want to yeah, get that's just, that's just pretty crazy too far down that rabbit hole. But what I do want to say is, like, you and I have had the discussion about mortality fairly often, mm-hmm. and you are much more concerned with your mortality than I am. Like, I'm, I, I, I have responsibilities. Like, I need to get my children to be independent creatures. Mm-hmm. Once that's done, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I seriously, like, I've had it. I've fucking had it with this life. Like, I, I have a good life and all that kind of stuff, but I've just, like, if it's my time, it's my time. Like I'm ready. I'm like I'm, I'm equally ready for peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm not that worried about it. Now, if something was like you could be 25 forever. Like, what do we do? Like, you have overpopulation. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how much stock I put into all this. Um, it's interesting. You know. Well, I mean, like the thing about the overpopulation, and this real quick. I know we don't want to get down down too down the crazy rabbit hole, but like a lot of futurists are saying that the population issue will actually not be an issue because the more educated in uh, people have, especially you know, the more educated a woman is, the less likely, the the less amount of kids that she will have. We must have. A and, I'm not, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that that women who have a bunch of kids are dumb. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, if a woman has an education and she's going out and you know and, and like has a job and doing her own thing, she's in, she's having less kids in general. Like nowadays, if you see somebody with like five or six kids in our culture, it's like, oh, wow, that's a lot of kids. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that unnatural for, you know, people that live out in the backcountry and shit. You know what I mean? They have, they just have a lot more kids because they need the, they need the hands. So anyway, I, I know it's just, it's just interesting. Like my thing is like, I'm not, I, I'm not so worried about, you know, you know, I, I do, I do think that there's more out there than what's what's physically here so like if you live forever you're actually probably doing yourself a disservice ultimately but my thing is is that i'm just worried about like quality of life you know and i mean like i look at like my grandparents and one is is still pretty good at that the, the advanced age the other one is like really falling apart like i want to see you know if i work my ass off for 40 years i want to enjoy my retirement yeah but I'm, you, see, I'm... you see these guys are like fucking broken and can't move around and, and whatnot like that's the shit that i was like i hope they fix that shit see i'm, I'm a, I, I hear you and i think i believe you but I, i'm also throw the bullshit flag on that a little bit because like we've also had conversations where you're like i, I want to have some pretty young nurse come in and change my diaper well that's just that's just an excuse to be a dirty old man yeah but it's also an excuse to be alive like I, that's another thing to me like if i can no longer <laughs> Like if I can no longer perform, and and for the record, I don't think I've ever said that I want some pretty young nurse oh, to change my diaper. Yes, you did, sir. I don't think. Yes, I, I, you maybe did. Maybe as a maybe as a joke, I don't think I was ever serious. No, about you know, that. you were like you were like I don't care, I don't care because like, we were talking about it, and I was like, the moment I can't perform my everyday functions, is yeah, I think I, I think that would be a joke, dude. That's the moment that I I want to go. And, and and if it wasn't a joke. I have, I have since I've thus since changed I my got mind. You. I got you. So anyway, speaking of music, <clears throat> are you talking about Prince? Prince. 
I know, man. It's, what a it's, bummer. It's, dude, 2016 has been fucking rough. Yeah. What were your... Let's do top five Prince songs. They're all on the Batman album. Really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like, you know, Party Legs 1999, all that other shit, I mean. But, like, like, see, see I'm going to get judged for this. Um, by me? No, by, by people out there. By like, me, too. Um, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, being funny. Uh, but actually, like my my first Prince album was the the, the Batman Mine too. soundtrack. Mine too. And and like I got a CD player that year for Christmas, like a stereo with a CD player, and like that shit was kind of rare. Um, this is before the age of the, the discman, you know that shit didn't exist for another you know few years. To anyone potentially judging Adam, just realize he's nine. Yeah, I'm yeah. eight. So um, you know that shit that like I fucking listen to that album over and over and over again. I think I knew it like word for word, you know? So, I mean, dude, I, I recognize, I'm not the hugest Prince fan. There, he's got a couple songs that I enjoy and, and whatnot. Um, I never went to a Prince concert. I, I, you know, I haven't bought a Prince album. So I don't even fucking know. I might, I might download a few of his songs. And when it comes down to, to it, and I know, I know that he is probably the greatest musician of our times. I recognize that. And I recognize he was probably a better musician than Michael Jackson. Oh, he's definitely. I, just, I mean, Michael Jackson's I, not I, a musician. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, an artist, a better artist than Michael Jackson. Yeah. But I would prefer, you know, as an entertainer, I prefer Michael Jackson. Well, he was a better entertainer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> you know, Prince. Prince was de- like a, definitely a better musician. He was a better songwriter. But Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson's claim to fame is is his one his melodies and two his performance. Yeah. Like that's what made Michael Jackson Michael Jackson. Like Prince is a, a very different type of artist. People always try to lump those two together, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of it, sense. It, it doesn't. It is apples and oranges. But wasn't there like some beef or something between them? Yeah, yeah. Because all right, so <clears throat> well, we can knock out this one note while we're here. Okay, let's do it. All right. Apparently, Prince wanted to have Michael Jackson on the Batman soundtrack. <clears throat> okay. And that didn't happen. Do you have that article handy? No. All right. I well, I, I'll get to it in a second. Now, at the same time, Michael Jackson wanted Prince to be in the bad music video. Okay. Now, the problem with that is that Prince turned it down. And Prince turned it down because uh, he was going to be the character that Wesley Snipes was. Okay. And Wesley Snipes basically gets, you know, owned by Michael Jackson in that in that video. Okay. Like, Michael, like Wesley Snipes, you know, is like, you know, you ain't bad, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then... He's like, who's bad? And then, you know what I mean? It goes from there. And so it, it, it would have put it would have put Prince at a disadvantage. Like, it wouldn't have been a smart move for Prince to take that y- role. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, but there's an interview with Chris Rock where Prince was like, well, I would have been Wesley Snipes. And he's talking to Wesley Snipes. And the first verse of that song is, your butt is mine. Who is he talking to? Yeah. He's not going to, because he's not going to say that to me. And I'm certainly not going to say that to him. Mm-hmm. So how does that go? Yeah. Um, and that was and that was kind of and that that was that was another thing. And then <clears throat> and then Michael Jackson named his son, quote unquote, son Prince, because mm-hmm. um, he was the king of pop, you know. Yeah. And then Prince had a song where he was like, "Now the so-called king gives birth to so-called prince," and like there was a lot of little underhanded stuff like that. I think there was like a mutual respect between the two, but. There was definitely like some, you know, 
that's the things there. But this article says not only did Prince collaborate with Danny Elfman on the Batman soundtrack, he also contributed an absolute 80s gym called Bat Dance. The song is a near embodiment of the Tim Burton's eccentric fun, da-da-da. And what a lot of people don't know is that there was a alternate version of Bad Dance recorded that had a verse from Big Daddy Kane on it that was initially what? That was initially shut down by Warner Brothers and has recently been released. Now the soundtrack was also supposed to feature Michael Jackson on it, and that and that didn't happen. That but sucks, man. That'd have been that'd have been good. Yeah, that would have been big. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, I don't know. The, the dude's just the dude's just pretty phenomenal. But but. I, I, my, if I were to give my favorite five songs, uh, it would be number one is She's Always in My Hair. That's my favorite Prince song. It's a B-side. It's not the easiest to come by, but it's out there. And <clears throat> I would say uh, Get Off. I think Get Off is the first time that uh, like I was uncomfortable due to watching sexual content <laughs> my, with my dad in the room. Like, I remember we were watching, like, a, an award show and Get Off. He was doing Get Off, and there was, like, this cage in the background, and all these women were, like, just wrapped up in this cage and, like, you know, maneuvering through this cage. And, like, it was, like, one of those, like, I can't get up right now. Yeah. What was the song that, like, he coughed in the very beginning? Uh, Kiss. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kiss is a badass record, too. Um, number three would probably be When Doves Cry. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, four would be Purple Rain, and it, it, look, shout out to anybody who's who sang along with him at the end. With the, like, if you sang along with that, like you and I are kindred spirits. Um, and number five would be a uh, like a not not a very well known song of his called "The One." Uh, it's a very like uh, like grown man type of like soul type of record. It's uh, it's very good. Did you hear about how many fucking records he's got? Two thousand, over two thousand songs. Well, is that what it's released? No, that's is that's what's in the vault. Yep. It, is it more than that? Because I think it. I think he wrote a song like every day. It was just. It, well, I don't know. He may have written a song every day, but it's. They just said the vault has over two thousand recordings. Well, that would be almost every day if he was doing it for twenty some years. There you go. Now, yeah. uh, is it twenty yeah. years? Be less than that, right? Well, let's do uh, 362 days in a year. Let's say, let's say there's 2200. Okay. Okay. Divided by 365. That's six years. So that's not. That's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's too early for math. But yeah, like he may have written a song, but it, just because he written, he wrote it doesn't mean that he actually. True. True. Um. But yeah, he's uh, you know tremendous talent, and I think that uh, because we're talking about Prince, before we move on, we should probably get into Gary. Oh, is it time for Gary? Probably time for Gary. Just get it out of the way because he, he he's he, he's a little upset about some of the comments that Hollywood has been making in regard. Well, how is Gary? How is Gary liking the segments? Uh, he he he. he oh, oh it's, self, it's, it's is it okay? Is it, is it good? Is it yeah, fine? Is it's very fine? subconscious about them, like. Uh, <laughs> He didn't even want to listen to them because he's like, I don't, he's like, he's like, for some reason it'll make it, it'll make it unreal. And I'll feel like, I'll feel like I'm trying to mimic myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But yeah. Gary's so deep. He is very deep. Yeah. We have to have him on the, on like proper. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Well, hey guys, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to this week's Gary episode. Enjoy. Is that over the top? Mm -mm. Do that one again.
Prince dies last week, which is obviously horrible news. I was a big fan of Prince, and for, for a lot of reasons. I mean, obviously, number one, his music was awesome. But number two, he, I mean, you know he had views. Obviously, he had views, or his music would have been nowhere near as deep as it was. But, um, but he didn't feel the need to come out and shove him down everybody's fucking throat. You know, the thing about Prince was like, Prince, Prince was the closest thing that the music industry had to a superhero. I mean, his, his athletic ability on stage was amazing, and he, he had this um, uh, incredible level of mystique. He came in, he was on stage, he was great, and then he was gone, and that was it. And Minnesota was like his, his own Gotham City. And, and, then he, and then he dies, and you know, here, come, here comes the Twitter race. Which, which superstar can come out and say something that they can totally take the spotlight from, from the man's desk from him and shine it on themselves, you know? And here comes, you know, Dave Chappelle winning the race by a fucking long shot, just blasting across the finish line with a, a blaze of stupidity, man. Prince dying is the black 9-11. I mean, when, when did 9-11 become a black or a white thing? You know, when, when was that isolated to, you know, to, to one race? Or, so what happened to the, what about the, the black people who died in 9-11? Or, or the families that like, that didn't count? What the fuck are you saying? Exactly. You fucking idiot. I mean, 4,000 people died in, in Africa two years ago from Ebola. I mean, what was that? You know, Baptists would kill the church by a, by a racist piece of shit. You know, like, like, like but, but, but this, you know, because he was famous and, and, you know, this somehow is, is more important to the community than fucking, than regular people. People should be forced to get a fucking tattoo of their ridiculous fucking statements right across their fucking forehead when they come out and say something like that that's so disrespectful to everybody, even Prince, you know? And it's just so fucking nauseating when you see that everything, the, the, everything has become this great fucking divide, man. What the fuck is everybody's problem? At what point in time? I mean, when did fucking 9-11 become a white thing? Or a fucking, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are we that far removed from that fucking, that, that crazy fucking atrocity that, that now, now it, it only mattered to some people and not others and certain things matter to some people and not others because they don't fucking see it right or they're on the wrong side of something, man? Can't everybody just be bummed that the fucking guy died? What the fuck? Well, that's our Gary. That was some real shit right there. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna go too far into Gary's thing, but you know, Dave Chappelle's from D.C., right? Yes. And I kind of feel that uh, this is. You know, this. Hear me out here. I know that 9/11, you know, happened to America, but I kind of feel like it happened to to people in um, New York more than anything else. In like uh, the Department of Defense. You know what I mean? Like, because like if you worked at the Pentagon, it was like a you know attack versus that that building. And not like, you know, that's more of a symbol of the Department of Defense, you know, in the military. But like the World Trade Center was a symbol of like America. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I hope it all, I'm not taking anything away from anybody who who perished in that at no, all. No, what I'm saying is is all. that is that you got to be fucking careful when you start talking about you know people's tragedies. And I think that was fucking stupid. I didn't even know he said that until. 
Gary just told me. Yeah, I didn't either. Did Leave he, it to Gary to find this. Did we did we fact check this? You know, Gary didn't, <laughs> no, didn't, it's Gary didn't nonsense. Dream, Gary it's didn't dream this up, did he? It's, it's Dave. It's Dave Lapel. It's just some guy that lives down in uh in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, All right. But anyway, so nerd weeks. Yeah, man. Why don't you why don't you knock it off? First? Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Right. You knock it off. You knock it off. Um. I uh, I got a couple toys and let's see what else I I watched Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Did you watch I, it? I have not watched it yet, dude. You get like it, it's a uh, you know all right two things. HBO does a tremendous job with their recaps. Mm-hmm. Like Game of Thrones is a very difficult thing for me to remember all the little things that are going on because there's like so like it, it's ironic because there's so many characters as they get like kind of pegged for for killing off. Yeah. It juggles a lot of characters. Oh, absolutely. And I get kind of lost in the sauce as to where everybody is. Mm-hmm. But they did a, HBO did a tremendous recap. Like I, I have heard that. I, I felt right back in the midst of it by the time the thing started. Like, right back in the mix. Uh, and then the other thing is, is that, like, uh, there, there, there's, like, a number of, like, kind of, like, big things but little things that happen. Like, there's, like, some deaths and stuff, but it's not, like, major deaths. It's just, like... But they're 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 significant enough for the story to move forward. Yeah, and uh, you get to see the the Red Witch or whatever. Yeah, I've already it's already been spoiled for me. So go for you, it. You get to see her as she truly is. Mm-hmm. Like she's going through. It's, it's interesting, man, because like she's been so sure of her predictions with how things are going to play out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She's been so sure. But Jon Snow was like an intricate part of her predictions. Yeah. And now that Jon Snow is dead. Or is he? Right. Suppose he gets reincarnated as a dragon. Are you serious? That's what I read. I, I, it's not in this episode, but that's what I read. You like reincarnation, though. It should work out for good for you. Yeah, man. It's going to happen. Um, but I was like, I don't I, Like, whatever. She, she's so, she was so sure of his pro- the prophecy of him. And now that he's dead, like she's like unsure of everything now. Yeah, and it's a very interesting place to see her character in. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a, it's a big arc for her. Yeah, and she takes off her necklace, and I guess that's what's keeping her young. Mm-hmm. And like they have like this shot where they pan up and you see her like she's centuries old. Yeah, and she's like this old naked woman, and it's just like it's unnerving, dude. Like it's like and she like crawls into bed, and it's, I was like, holy shit. Like, still, would you still bang her that long? She put her necklace on. If she put the necklace back on, I'm in there like Flynnwear, <laughs> swim swimwear rather. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like actually, I'll tell you, like when she was as she was disrobing, mm-hmm. like uh, I did have like like I'm not a big like cr- like crush guy. Like women usually irritate me more than anything else. So like I, I, there is a big separation like <laughs> between me and them. Like, I, I don't, like we just we rarely have anything in common. Like, you know, like, I'm so happy that I found a woman that I like that, like, I, the moment I was 15, I just stuck to her like glue. I was like, I'm not letting this one go. I finally found one. Mm. Like, it's, it sucks, but, like, not getting yeah. along with women, but being very attracted to them. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to say something. I finally, I finally found one when I was 15. Kind of a funny statement. Continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, uh, it's just like, I don't know. It was like. I, I was taking like when she dis she disrobes, and who knows if it's even her real body with all these tricks they've been doing with Game of Thrones recently. But um, 
I, I was like, I was, I, I was like looking at her, her body, you know, and her, her face and everything. And I wasn't even, I, I, I don't know if I'm give because I'm getting old, but I was just like, I was like, wow, that's like, that's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Like that's a well put together woman. Like that's a, it's a, like I, it wasn't like even a lust thing. It was just like a man. Like that's a admiring the beauty of the species. It, it really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. Sure. Um, let me ask you a question. And, and I, I know that you're not as, as no. Okay, okay but it's ahead. not a yes or no it's question. Fine. Go ahead. Um, who do you? Who would you want to be the king or the ruler? Oh, uh, Stark. Which one? <laughs> the original one. Well, no. I mean, uh, realistically. <laughs> Um, you know what, man? I kind of feel like Tyrion. Mm-hmm. You know, like for all of his faults, I think the fact that he whoa, is whoa. You, by faults, do you mean shortcomings? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, you! You, <laughs> um, because he's the only one that's really suffered. Um, he's the only one that's suffered as the people. You know, you know, and and like I don't know, the, the, this young new king, he seems like a, a nice kid. You know, he's in, he's he's a, he's a little you know pussy. Um, you know, Tyrion, like he's the only person I think I've witnessed actual like love. Like, he yeah, loved I that think, one chick. Um, he's, he's he. As a side note, just real quick, I think that he is definitely the best character like all around like most interesting character coolest kind of character like just the, the the best packaged character in that story i mean he understands politics he understands duty he understands failure he understands like you know disappointment um like like him and the uh the guy the eunuch yeah i, I think like if they like went back and ran the country while the, the little Mother of Dragons was like kind of the figurehead. I think that would really stabilize the world. You know, I um, yeah, I hear you. You know who? You know who I want to win? And I know it's I know it's not the best choice. Like I think your choice way better than my choice. Okay. I want uh the incestuous sister to win. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think it's because I'm attracted to that type of woman. Like, mm-hmm. I'm attracted to a, a like blood in, blood out, Vatos Locos Holmes like type of chick. Mm-hmm. Like, and she plays that type of character all the time. Like yeah. in, in 300, 300, that like yeah, 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 yeah. dude that that come back with your shield or on it. Mm-hmm. That's some fuck. That's what I want my wife to tell me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't need the like I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna love you so much. Like, no, you go out there and you do what you got to do. Come back with your shield or on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that does it for me. And, like, for, for better or worse, and they, and they talked about this a bit at, after the episode, but, like, the one thing you can't take away from her is, for one, she's deathly loyal to those that she loves. Yeah. And, for two, she loves her children. Yeah. And, like, those two elements about her and, and the fact that she is so strong-willed and she is willing to sacrifice so much in order to, to like, kind of win the greater good, like, the whole being shamed thing. Yeah. Like, I love her. Like, I, I, I recognize her faults. I recognize that she's, like, not the best person. I, I get all that. But I just fucking dig her. I, I, I like the cut of her jib. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. Um, who else do I like? 
I kind of feel like Jon Snow is is like I, I think that he you, you kind of feel like he's the natural choice. Um, but I think he's kind of a fool. I think that he's kind of a fool, and he didn't learn the lessons of his father. I agree. Um, like he should have killed that one dude a long time ago. The one guy that kept kept on challenging him should have put that shit to bed. You know, that have been the first that have been the first thing I would have done. Let's see what um, else. Like when they caught that guy cowering in the cupboard. Yeah. Uh, he been, he'd have been executed right then and there. Yeah. I um I watched Cartel Land. Okay. That was pretty interesting, dude. Hmm. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but like I'm not, dude. Those Mexican cartels, they might be the most ruthless group of people on the planet. Probably. Like, I, I would not disagree with that statement. It's it's some pretty like. I don't mean this in a good way. Yeah, but it's some pretty amazing shit. I mean, like I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into a big like drug conversation, right? But like you know, until drugs are like legalized to to a to a point, um, there is no such thing as an innocent drug that gets to this country. Like you got to realize, regardless of your political views on whether it's it's it should be legalized or not, I'm not saying that. The fact that you're you're using illegal substance, um, you can guarantee you that somebody has been killed for your use. Somebody's been murdered for your use of that of that yep. that material. And that's just However, the, that's just reality. That's true. You know, the same thing goes for limes and avocados, apparently. But maybe, yeah. Um, like they got that. Like that's their market. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they're they've got their big toe in just about everything. Uh. But anyway, it's just uh, it was a good documentary. And then uh, on on you should tell her uh, account of your wife. Mm-hmm. I started watching uh, Narcos. Narcos. Uh, I was actually just about to bring that up. Um, I've just one episode in, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. She she's been fucking hounding me about watching it, but you know, like my problem is, is it's it's subtitles. And not, not completely though, because there's American storylines as well. Oh really? Yeah. Like there's a like you, you follow this American DEA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she's told me that, but like. My thing is like when I watch, I, I can. It's horrible, and I probably shouldn't do it because it's, it's probably probably bad for you. But I got to be like doing something else while I'm watching TV. I can't just sit there and like watch TV. I don't know what it is, man. You know. And if I gotta if I gotta read something, it's like when I stopped watching Heroes because they kept on having the Japanese uh, storyline that which was all subtitles. And it's and I'm not like oh I'm too good to fucking read a movie. I mean I know I've been I've been watching something which I'll talk about here, but it's like a different it's a different type of thing. Because it's just ridiculous kind of comedy, and it's something you have to watch. It isn't like a story which you gotta gotta get in the zone and everything. But yeah, one of these days I'll give it a try when I run out of shit to watch on Netflix. Yeah, you know, well, like I, I'm with you. Like I, I I usually like to have something just playing in the background while I do something else. Yeah. Uh, but like at, in the evening when I watch something, like I'm watching it to watch it. Yeah. And and I think that there, I, I don't like I I think that and don't take this the wrong way. But I think that if it's something that you have to watch while it's on, you can't be doing something else. And in a way, it it legitimizes it to me. I agree. Okay, I agree. All right, yeah. and that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Hey, who who is the big combiner of the Hades, whatever? That's uh, Lyle Kaiser. It's from the Japanese continuation of G One. Uh, okay, so you're almost done with that guy. Uh, I got four out of six, so two thirds. Oh, it's gonna be a big unit then. Nah, it's, it's a it's a devastator type of deal. 
So it's like, you know, one forms the crotch and one forms the chest. I mean, he's going to be big when he's all put together. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, not really. I mean, he'll be as big as Warbitron, but because all the bots are the same size. Gotcha. So, like, Warbitron, you have one bot that's insanely bigger than the other one, so he can okay. make the chest. I'm tracking. Yeah. I'm tracking. Yeah. All right. Um, my nerd week. I actually had fucking notes for this, but I fucking lost them. All right. One thing that I got into, uh, first off, and I'm about halfway through the season. Do you know who One Punch Man is? Uh, sounds familiar, but not. All right. So he's this like he's got like this yellow suit, red gloves, white cape, and he's bald, right? And he kept on like popping up in like memes and shit. Like you know, you always see like the. Uh, Goku versus Superman, and then they're like, and then they're like, they show a picture of this bald dude, and I was like, who is that? And it's just like OPM, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, who, do, you know? And finally, somebody's like, One Punch Man, you don't know who that is. And so it's this anime. Basically, this dude' power is that he kills anybody with one punch. Hmm. That's all it takes. No matter how insanely powerful it is, it could be a giant that is literally a thousand feet tall who is stepping on skyscrapers and he will hit them with one punch and kill them. Like, and I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about, you know, they trip and fall and hit their head. I'm talking about the whole back of their head down to their crotch explodes and atomizes. Right. Right. And, uh, and you, you know you you find out a secret in like in this world there's like monsters and demons and it's you know it's in Japan type of thing, and he like saved this kid with these giant ball chins from this crab creature, and he killed this crab creature and he figured out I want to be a superhero and the, his whole thing is like I'm the guy who's a superhero just for fun, but he's like a normal guy that is unemployed he's got to like clip coupons to like go grocery store shopping and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody wants to know what his secret is to how he's so fucking powerful. Is he, a, you know, is he an alien or is there some magic? And he's like, no, for three years, I ran six miles a day and did 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups and 100 squats, no matter how much it hurts. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all the training he ever did. And he's like unstoppable. Right, know? right, right. So it's just kind of, it's it's funny because, you know, it, it it's it's almost like a satire on how goofy uh, anime is, where, like, everybody's like, oh, just a, da, 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 and the eyes are all, like, you know, shaking. There's, like, a close-up shot of the eyes, and they're like, oh, he's going to tell the secret. And, like, everybody's <laughs> all stressed up, and there's this tension, and, and it takes, like, the, you know, 15 minutes of dialogue while, you know, the characters are panning right, and one's panning left, and, like, the foreground and the black background are just, is this, you know, kaleidoscope of colors, and, you know, they're not standing on anything, it's, like, the shot is moving around as they're engaging, you know what I mean? You know what's and, funny? And it's like, is, I fucking missed the sale. No. You know, for, for the, get to the grocery store because he had for, the coupons. You know? For one, I'm sure Joe KW is just fuming at the moment. But uh, for two, <laughs> um, my, you know, my, you know, Jaina watches a lot of anime like Pokemon and yeah, yeah, yeah. that type of shit. So, like, she does anime as shit now. Like, we'll be at the, like, dinner table and she'll, you know, she'll, like, eat half her chicken, right? And she'll be like, can I get a snack? And, like, we'll be like, no. And she'll go, what? Like, that's, like, a very Anna, like, what? Oh, God. Like, you know, like, ugh. Anyway, um, I want to say real quick that Godbot on YouTube, shout out to him, he recommends that you watch a show called Utopia mm-hmm. and look into Black Mirror and the 40K Painting the Weathering magazine. Okay. 
I do know what Black Mirror is. I was supposed to pass that. That's some fucked up shit right there. Um, and also one thing I forgot from my nerd week is I talked to Manny like on the phone. Okay. The dude that got us the beer mugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did those himself. Really? I thought he like had them made. Huh? Like he did them himself and said like I was like what? And another like I talked to that dude on the phone for like five hours. It was like it was like the type of guy that we would have grown up with. Like it was like. Like we talked about like like nerd shit and music and like he was it was funny because he even said like I was like I was because it was like a very natural conversation he was like he was like he was like dude he's like he's like I know I don't know you but I know you he's like, I, <laughs> he, was like he was like I have the same type of dude kindred kindred spirits he was like he was like he was like the guys he was like he was like you're the guy who like always has to say what's on his mind and is like ready for the consequences of it but, but there's never but there's never any but fucking there's, consequences but there's never any fucking consequences god yep True. anyway so anyway, shout out to manny but uh, i'm not gonna say manny's last name but manny has a super fucking gangster name oh for real out there though but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna type it to you in a note in a, on, on on uh which 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 device uh on instant messenger okay i can see that um all right so watching one punch man so much there's so much I've been fucking watching um dude, I've been reading I I, I I was out for a little daddy daddy date with with my girls right and we went to this new restaurant downtown which got these fucking amazing buffalo wings uh what but I walked in there so it's kind of a little like fancy spot right huh? there, there, there's gonna get to be a point to the story so just bear with me okay and like you know you walk in there and people I like, see it with like three kids like this motherfucker. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Right, right. are like, and we, in, in where we sit, there's like, you know, five tables right next to each other and they're, uh, they, like the back of them share a booth. So there's like two couples on, you know, flanking us and uh, I can just see them like rolling their head like, oh, well, here we are. It's fucking Friday night. We're out for a nice dinner and this jackass brings his three little kids, you know? So we mm-hmm. sat there and my girls were perfect little princesses, very polite. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, do they need sippy cup? No, let's bring them regular glasses. All right, they got two hands. It's not gonna be a problem. And um, after you know the two tables left, one of the one of the ladies, you know, they're an older couple, maybe like you know mid forties, uh, early fifties. They're like, your daughters are so well behaved. And then the other lady on the other side chimed in when she said that. It's like, yes, I am amazed. You know, and I was, you know, someone brag about it, not me. So after we were done, I was like, guess what, girls? We're going to a comic book store. You have anything you want. <laughs> and we went up there. So we went to uh, Beyond, um, which was uh, just kind of funny. It's calling me from Arizona. And uh, I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? I need to get some 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 DC 52 shit. And I talked to some of the guy, guys there. God damn it. And... Um, Start ringing on the other thing, and uh, I grabbed the uh, Batman, not Batman, Superman. Jesus Christ, that's a Freudian slip. The Superman, the Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, dude, it's fucking horrible. Really? It's, it's fucking, it's fucking dumb. It's, it's like <sighs> they've done such a disservice to. All right, so the biggest thing is that I guess in this world, in, in New Fifty Two. Wonder Woman's father is Zeus. Okay. Okay. So they go, they go meet the in-laws because they're dating, right? And um, 
apparently, like, Clark doesn't work at the Daily Planet. He works with Cat Grant, and they have a blog, right? Right. So I guess he gets all the the tidbits of whatever, and she's, like, the writer. And for, for whatever the fuck, it doesn't really matter. But they're, like, you know, they're having like kind of a dry spell, and they break the story of Wonder Woman and Superman are together. Somebody breaks the story. But anyway, it's weird because, like, there's Zod in it, and there's Doomsday, but, like, it's like people are escaping from the Phantom Zone, but you don't really know how. And, um, but, like, you meet the other Olympian gods, and Apollo is a god. It's like, he, like, walks around, wears, like, like, he wears, like, shit from, like, The Gap, maybe, like, Banana Express. Like, he's dressed in a Banana Express. Uh-huh. And Except he's purple with, like, spike, spiky knobs on his head. He looks like if Sonic the Hedgehog turned into a human being, right? And he's, like, super strong, like, backhand Superman, and Superman, like, falls into Hephaestus' giant boiling pot of magical metal, and Superman comes out, he's fine. And then Apollo, like, you know, blasts him with, with energy, and since he's the sun... It, like, supercharges Superman, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, then Superman beats his ass. And then later, Apollo, like, blasts... Like, Apollo's, like, sitting someplace. He's like, hmm. He just shines his hands, like, into some water. And then, like, the clouds open up. And, like, light comes and, like, supercharges Zod because he wants to, like, fuck with Superman. It's just, like... It's, like, I don't mind there being, like, these, like, gods. But, like, don't make them actual, like, magical beings in, like, this one house that it's, like... The sky, you know, you feel what I'm saying? It's just, it's yeah. just weird. It's just stupid, and it just pulls me out. Like, what the fuck is this shit? When did, when did this happen? Like this? I mean, I'm fine if they're aliens or they're like they're beings that humans prayed to as gods. They can even be some kind of being that, if you believe in them, like like in a Clash of the Titans. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you believe them, it gives them power. But Not like nothing. Clash of the Titans, this remake was really well done. It was. It was. But like. The way they did that shit, it, it was just, I was like, oh, give me a fucking break. And it just t- totally just broke me out of suspension of disbelief. And at the end of the day, you know, because I was, you know, I was, we were talking about New 52 last week and you were like saying how you don't, you don't like it, right? And I was like, I was like, no, nah, man, I've been liking it. But we you know all I've been liking is the fucking cartoons. Right. And the reason that I like them is because they're all in continuity. You know, it's like everything is gelling together. But you can do like a Batman story that's just about Batman and then you can jump back into, a Teen Titans shit, and like I, I liked it, even though I don't like every aspect of it. But like reading this New Fifty Two shit is fucking garbage, man. Like I, I am like, I, I, it was, it was twenty bucks, not spent very well. But you know, it was spent very well. I got the uh, part one, part two of the Star Wars saga that goes with the Darth Vader one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Found the Darth Vader one. I know, I know. So that you're gonna get that, and I, I'm gonna give you the Wonder Woman or uh, Earth One Wonder Woman, which is kind of weird. Fucking Grant Morrison. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude, just I, not not impressed, man. Not impressed. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for something else from uh from DC, and I know it's gonna be like three or four years before we see you know a trade paperback, but that's okay. I can wait. Um, so uh, let's talk about some some quick TV shows. Lucifer just had its uh, season finale. Star of the morning. Star of the morning. Uh, awesome. Uh, they got to be a little goofy part, like the second to last episode. I was like, "Oh, really? This is it? This is where this is going?" Uh, fixed it. The Flash is is come back. It's it's not bad. You know, it's it's doing its thing. Uh, Agents of Shield has done some interesting shit, man. Like, I really, I I kind of want you to watch that show just to like, so we can have a conversation on the the context that that has in the Marvel universe. You know, it's yeah. not you're not gonna like it. 
You know what I mean? Right. But there, there, there are some cool things that you would say to me, like, dude, what they did with this guy is unique. It's cool, and I like it. Like, I've realized that it's not for me. But, you know, a game, respect, game type of thing. Right, right, right. Um, it's been really cool. So... Uh, and they're still in the midst of that. I think they got two more episodes, and then One Punch Man, which is I've been I've been enjoying it, man. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Um, it's it's like a satire on the whole power level rising right, of right. anime, which I find ridiculous. So I feel like it's you know I feel like it's made for me. And then um, the other big thing that I've been doing this Nerd Week is going back and watching all the Marvel movies in in order. Uh, and I gotta say, man. Um, you know, I fucking have to eat my words, man. I'm not looking forward to this next statement. I think the Marvel movies have been getting worse. Like, I go back and and watch the story and the acting and the flow and everything, and I think it's just more spectacle now. Like, it's bigger budgets, bigger names, bigger explosions, crazier fight scenes, but I don't think that the story is as good, you know? Um, and I go back and watch, I watched Iron Man, Hulk, and Iron Man 2, and thus far, it's like, these are better. These are better movies than what I've seen in a while. And, yeah, and you know what? Iron Man and, 2 is not my favorite thing in the world. But, but uh, dude, you know what? I don't, I, 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 I cannot find the problem with it. And I remember it being not as good as some of the other stuff, but actually watching it now, I, I it, there's little things in it. Um, that's like tying the universes together. Like there's, there's like, the, the, like, just little things that happen in the background of the world that you're starting to say, like, oh shit, that's that's like an Easter egg for some shit that they're gonna do in ten years. You know what I mean? Or yeah, no, I hear years. you. I just think that like the the that, story that's like, made it richer. The end of that movie with like fighting all the machines and all this shit. It was just like it, it wasn't. It, it felt like an inappropriate closing to that movie to me. Like. I feel like there should have been some big thing between whatever Whiplash or whatever his name is and Iron Man. And instead I got this like weird ensemble of battle between a whole bunch of robots that I didn't give a shit about. And uh, yeah, but like in the context of the film, hear me out on this. It's like when that movie starts out, you know, for all intents and purposes, Tony Stark is the first outed superhero that exists, you know, like the Hulk exists in that world, but it's covered up. You know, Captain America exists in that world, but it's covered up. So he is the first. He is the first example of the of the world being aware of like a superhero, and 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 in the context of what he's done in that world, um, is kind of prolific because if you watch it, if you go back and watch it again, and you, and you take it in the context of everything we've seen from the Marvel, Marvel universe, like. There's a political undertone they don't really go into in depth, but it's like he has been squashing all of the the beefs. He is he has effectively fixed humanity's beef with itself. And it's no longer important in the context of the Marvel universe because we've been worried about extraterrestrial or other other type of dangers. You know what I mean? Like he is he is there's no more terrorism. There's no more, you know, big fighting between states anymore. Like, he has effectively cured humanity of that inside the story to the point where, you know, the government's like, hey, is, you know, Tony's, Tony's falling apart here because he's sick. You know, we need him back on the front line to make sure 
everything is good. Like, he, you know, he's privatized world peace. They don't really go into it because they don't really go into it very much in this film because they're getting ready to move on to the next phase, which is, you know, he's kind of opened Pandora's box in a way. And now all this other shit is happening. All this other technology is happening. Whiplash has this technology. Justin Hammer has this technology. And now he's, you know, it's like, you know, you put on a mask, they start wearing war paint. You know what I mean? We, you know, we have body armor. They, they, they have, right. I mean, I know. can appreciate all that stuff. I'm just talking about that movie independently on its own. Well, I'm not talking about I'm not, yeah, not, and I'm not even talking about on and on. I mean, the, the thing that's fascinating to me is that there is so much more now that you go back and you don't really remember it or you don't, you didn't realize the importance of it now. And that's what's kind of cool with it. Um, but I will say this other thing too. There's not many fucking jokes, man. There, there's like, you know, in comparison. In compare, I, like, well, I I would almost say that that the joke thing, it's like, you know, we, we've been we're slow, the, the temperature is slow, uh, started going up slowly and you don't realize how hot it is, you know, and you think right, back and right, you're like, right. oh yeah, there was tons of funny stuff in in Iron Man, you know, there were like little quips and one liners and everything, but it was just it was just Tony Stark kind of being an asshole, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't it wasn't a punchline. He wasn't being a comedian. He was just being eccentric, but it was it was done in a funny way. I agree. And now it's like, no, he's a fucking stand-up comedian. I agree. I you know? think that that's a well way to put it is the, the temperature gradually. Yeah. So um, uh, we're going to be finishing up. Uh, I think Thor is next and Captain America. We'll get that, that done. So uh, pretty good, man. I've been I've been digging it. Um, but Marvel's Agent Shield, man, it's, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So um, what else? What else happened? Any blank of the blank this week? I don't think so. No. And I got to do a fucking Beer and Bolters podcast. You just want to do a Beer and Bolters podcast with me? <laughs> Did you ever edit that one? No, man, I haven't. I haven't. I don't know. Um, if, I don't know if it's salvageable, man. It's oh, really? it's it's bad. We were okay. just, you know, it's just obnoxious. So if, um, you, if you guys have one, you know, you're lucky. Oh, oh, I did get a I did get a grail. It's a Warhammer Grail, Holy Grail. Um, there was a uh, the Black Library is the the branch of Games Workshop that writes all the novels. They're they're you know it's kind of their fault the blank of the blank, and um, they made a special edition pewter model that came out with one of their novels, um, and it's very very difficult to find. It was actually part of a display, and I caught one. You know, the average, you know, back in the day, the average single model would cost maybe 18, 19 bucks, right? Okay. Nowadays, like a plastic version is like 30. I got this guy for 50, which is kind of a grip, uh, but I've seen him, I've seen him going on eBay for as much as 220 bucks. So, because he's fucking ultra rare. Um, I mean, I, I've been waiting eight months for him to even pop up on eBay. So, pretty happy about that. And uh, that's about it. For Nerd Week. Um, all right. Well, let's get into all this news. How mm. long are we? How far are we into the show already? Oh, Just... you worry about it. Why do you always yeah. ask these questions? Well, because I only have so much time. Um, we're about an hour in. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh, here's something that just popped up. <laughs> do, do, is, uh, should we save it for next week? No, 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 no. Um, Batman v Superman already sent a version confirmed at 181 minutes. So three hours, three hours and one minute. That's not really news at all, is it? Well, it's con- it's confirmed. So. I mean, they've already said it was three hours. They're fucking these people with their fucking articles, man. Anything to get a click. Uh, well, I didn't click on it, so 
Um, I'm going to skip over this MTV shit, but MTV is planning to put music back in music television. I just, nice. You know what? I just said that from a few, man. I know. I appreciate I, it. Know, but, uh, just to show my love. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to see non, non-big non three stuff. Uh, Sherlock Holmes may start produ- production this year. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. just said that they're getting ready to rock and roll with that. There you go. Is uh, I love that. I love those movies, man. Yeah, they're but pretty I'm good. A, I'm is a Guy, guy Ritchie fan, is, so is Guy Ritchie doing it? Yeah. Is he doing the third one too? Oh yeah. Oh, well, he cool. bet he better be. God damn it. Because uh, like I, I don't know I, I kind of feel like in a way that has it's a it's a part of what has taken his edge away. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I like the movies too, though. It's taking Guy Ritchie's edge away. Yeah. Why do you say that? Like, I feel like it's just got him into the habit of making a more packaged, salvageable, like, mainstream movie. Well, I don't, uh, I guess. I mean, don't you think that it's just a different type of movie because of the error and the the whole feel of it? I think it's also a mainstream movie. Like, like Lockstock is not a mainstream movie. I agree. Snatch is not a mainstream movie. I agree. But a movie called Sherlock Holmes is a mainstream movie. Okay. It's not, I mean, it's not like it's even rated R or anything like that, like... Not to say that that dictates anything, but just saying, like, most mainstream movies are not rated R. Mm-hmm. And most of his films have been rated R, mm-hmm. with those exceptions. So I just feel like it's one of those things that kind of, like, it's like, I, while I enjoy them, like I, like, I don't know, if you were to ask me, would you rather have three Sherlock, the, three Sherlock Holmes movies of this, or would you have rather had the Rock and Roller trilogy? I think I would rather have the Rock and Roller trilogy. Really? Yeah, just because like, just because that's that's more my my language. Huh. Like, I, I'm not the biggest Sherlock Holmes fan. I think it's yeah, fine. I am. Uh, yeah, you're you're much more of a Sherlock Holmes fan than I am. But like, it's fine. Like, I, I can get into it. I can watch it, and I can appreciate it. But I'm not like a holy shit. Whereas, like, I love gangster movies. Yeah. Um, and I love, you know, particularly I loved his take on gangster movies. Like, I, like that that British wit. It's just a very different approach than what I'm used to. Yeah. You know, in, in my gangster movies. Speaking of gangster movies, do you have a five favorite gangster movies? <sighs> I was supposed to do this, wasn't I? Um, hmm. Let me just rattle off some that I liked. I like, what was the movie with um, Lawrence Fishburne and the dude from Four Rooms? Tim. Uh, that was Hoodlum. I liked Hoodlum. That was about uh, the Dutch, yeah, and uh, uh, Bumpy Johnson. Yeah, was like was... a, he was Bumpy Johnson is a very interesting person in in like mafia like history. Like he was a uh, he was a black guy uh, from Harlem. He pretty much ran Harlem, and he was one of the few uh, non Italian people that were allowed in on commission meetings mm-hmm. when the, when like the five families and then the larger. I mean, uh, Costa Nostra would would get together. Yeah, Tim. What is Tim's name, man? Tim Tim, Tim Ross. Ross. Ross? Tim Roth, Roth. 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 Like, I like that dude. I don't think he's in enough shit. I agree. Um, and he he was probably one of the toughest tough guys in that movie of yeah. all tough guys. Yeah, he was a he was a he was a tough son of a bitch in real life. Yeah. So I mean, I like I, I really like that movie. You know, don't be proud. Bag up my scraps take them home to your family yeah <laughs> fucked up so that one's good uh, you know i uh what is it american american story or whatever with uh i never understood that one 
Robert, wasn't it Robert De Niro in that one? Which one? American Tale. American. Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. Never really got that one. No, it's a good movie. I mean, yeah, but what was the what was the shit at the end? And the garbage truck, and the dude was still alive, and he was running and disappeared or some shit. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's but weird. But I mean, the, the classic, the classic bit of that is now you can't leave. Yeah. Um. Goodfellas. Oh uh, yeah. That's I actually like Casino. I really yeah, liked yeah, yeah. Casino. Casino's great. Casino's great. I like the way it was told. Um, Donnie Brasco. Yeah. I think that you know, and like I will put it this way: that's one of that's one of what's you know Al Pacino's best roles. Yeah, I agree. Because he wasn't the same fucking character outside of the big two. Yeah. You know, but in like I guess the God see the Godfather kind of counts as one movie to me. Yeah. So but like, you know, that's definitely like the big two. Like Michael Corleone and Tony Montana are like the. the I big, forgot about Scarface. They're the big two roles. But you know, Scarface is kind of played out for me. I recognize yeah, it's a good movie, but it's like I kind of feel like, do you really like that? People talk yeah, about that movie. something popular that young people yeah, are you, into, you, and you're turning your nose up to it. Do you really like that movie as much as you think you like that movie, or is you it just is it good? No, no, I'm just talking oh, about people in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 okay. I don't think it's like one of the best gangster movies. I think know? it's I think it's a great gangster movie, but it's it, it's a great gangster movie for a, a different reason. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's it's because of that like. Like that, you know, that '70s cocaine train that was yeah. running through Miami. Like that, that nobody, like anybody that, that knows about that time, like America was very focused on marijuana at the time, which is why the cocaine business got so out of control because nobody was checking for cocaine. Everybody yeah, was checking for marijuana. They didn't want black, white women to have sex with black guys. Yep, and and everybody was checking for marijuana coming out of uh, Mexico. And nobody was paying attention to all this coke that was coming out of Colombia, Bolivia, and all these places that were like flooding the United States. And as a result, like billions of dollars were made. Have and, you ever heard of the, the real reason that they outlaw marijuana? Yeah, that was because uh, they, they thought it back in the day. No, no, that's that's how they that's how they scared people. The real reason was is because some dude who was in a paper, like hemp, is such a better material for rope and paper and shit like that, and like even even cloth. Yeah, the Declaration of Independence is written on him. Yes, and so basically, some dude was was uh, starting, you know, making big ground with with hemp manufacturing, and some congressman's brother, who was really into paper, was like, "We got to shut this guy down. He's going to take out the family business." And it was all some political, and, and they they shut him down for that. That's that's the whole the whole Do gimmick. You remember uh, Adidas made a hemp sneaker in the nineties? I don't recall. Like it was like it was called like the Adidas Hemp, I think. And it was like Tyler would probably know, but it was like there was like green. I'm sure, he would. It was white shoes. It was a green green stripes. Um, but they came out with a statement. They were like, just as a heads up, while hemp is used here, uh, you could smoke thirty pairs and not get a buzz. Well, because it's only in the female right. plant. It was, it's just, yeah, it's just a joke. Don't yeah, think it. It's just a joke. sorry. Laugh at the joke, enjoy it, and we'll move on. <laughs> um, All right, sorry folks, little glitch there. This is why I need to have two computers running because I had the notes on the other side. All right. All right. So I don't know if you got your gangster movies. I don't know. Uh, we, we just went through a great little dialogue with gangster movies. We did. <laughs> and, uh, so no, my number five is Scarface or uh, is Departed. Yes. And you also in. Dr. Yeah. I want to get an alibi and, and put Departed on there, too. That's, that's a great movie. Yeah, my number four is, and mainly because in Departed, I love that Irish character that Jack Nicholson plays. Like, yeah. you know, from I don't love his actions. I just, I just love the characterization of him. It was yeah. interesting. I thought it was an interesting uh, character that Jack. I didn't feel like Jack Nicholson had done in a while either. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If ever, really. Yeah, that might be true. That um, might be true. And uh, let's see. And it was perfect casting for him in that role. Yeah, I agree. And there's documentaries about that guy too. If you're ever interested, there's good stuff about him out there. Did you, ever, did you ever see Black Mass with Johnny Depp? Yes, that's the. Wait, I don't know. When he's at that, he's like a bald dude. No, I didn't. I saw the one where he was John Dillinger. No, this is like a modern. This is a modern thing. Like his brother was part of the FBI or some shit, and he, like the FBI was like kind of letting him get away with murder, type of thing. Like literally. No, I don't think I saw that. I heard it was. Uh, I heard it was really good. Speaking of Johnny Depp, though, he is in my number four, which is Donnie Brasco. Yeah. And uh, I think that that is Johnny Depp's best performance in a film. Really? Yeah, personally. Um, You obviously haven't seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. And and then then number three, and also uh, there's, I quote Donnie Brasco like all the time. Like uh, there's a number of things. Like you go to the bow, I go to the stern. I say that all the time. I say... uh, the fuck else like uh cancer the prick mm-hmm. like if somebody says like yeah i think he got cancer uh, uh and they can't put their finger on where i'll be like was it of the prick um and what else do i quote from that movie there's a lot of uh, get yourself a pair of pants saying a fucking rodeo i say that all the time um like if somebody shows up in jeans like a fancy restaurant or something i'll say it uh i don't know there's there's a number of quotables from that from that from that movie. oh uh Roll that window up. What do you, you, you want me to die? You want me to catch a cold? Or you want me to die of pneumonia? When he's like fucking smoking up this car with that cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, the cigarettes. He's smoking like back-to-back cigarettes. And he's like, roll that fucking window. You want me to die from that draft? Um, what else? Okay, so then number three would be Scarface. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's mainly because like it's just an interesting, like, first of all, it's the classic like like rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also like, uh, th- there's a lot of things about that, like, that little peephole into that drug trade that was going on during the time is nice to see just in terms of it being something different. Yeah. And also the, the there's, there's certain elements like, so that, that took place in the seventies and then early eighties. And like, that's also the time that the synthesizer started getting big. And that movie has a completely synthesized score, which was like a big deal for its time. Yeah. And they pushed it to the limits. You might say, <laughs> and it was just like, it, it was just one of those things, man, where it was like, uh, it's just something special about that movie. And then my number two is my number two is a movie. This is where we got off on a little bit of a tangent. I want to try to evoke the passion that I just had in a very good monologue prior to this, but it's a movie called Paid in Full. Mm-hmm. It's a black gangster movie, and it's about these three guys from New York that, based on a true story, and in real life, there was it was Rich, Alpo, and Az, and then in this movie, it's like Mitch, Ace, and Rico. I think are the names that are. Or maybe they're not. We don't know. No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, it's it's what's cool about it is that like a lot of the, the, the like the the black criminals, so to speak, the black gangster movie that that really like made made waves in the '90s with like Boys in the Hood and Men's Society was like not only was it, it became kind of parody fodder because yeah. because there were so many like kind of cliche things about it, but they were also like fictional stories. Yeah. Like. And, and and they they may have been based on a true event here and there, but it wasn't like the tale of a famous person within that world. Like say Donnie Brasco is a tale of a famous informant in that world, which legitimizes it. The same thing with Henry Hill and Goodfellas and like all that like that's real shit. And there is something about those true crime stories that that it it, it just makes it better because somehow that authenticity comes across. Yeah, and it's more like you know the the truth the 
the truth is stranger than fiction type of exactly. phenomenon. That's just, do you believe that that shit happened? You know? But these these guys are pretty much responsible for drug culture within the inner cities as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has a very like there's an element of positivity to how it turns out, but there's some very very tragic shit that happens. That's all like true like accounted for stuff really like, yeah that actually happens like maybe you let me borrow this one yeah i will i will like i mean like i'm talking about like like little kids fingers getting cut off mm-hmm. and and mailed to people like we got your kid that's crazy man yeah and it's all like documented true stuff um mm-hmm. so it's it's a very good movie and it's it's a it doesn't i don't feel like it gets the credit it deserves because that market of film is so saturated with like nonsense yeah um of, of stuff that's just like a f- made for a soundtrack or a quick money grab or whatever yeah yeah that when uh, you know, something authentic does come from it it doesn't rise enough to the top you know it's funny i was talking to one of my guys last night about like hip-hop and stuff because we were we were joking about the Birdman thing because he oh, knows yeah. he, you know like he, he says something he's like hey man you on this Birdman shit i was like oh my god and i, I flipped up the phone like all the conversations so we were like sharing memes yeah while we were like driving and like we were both saying like how like it, it's how music nowadays is fucking garbage and what is this floppy floppy joe or some f- foozy floppy fuzzball some like rapper his kids are into and shit like i, I have no i can't even remember his name it's so ridiculous and like you know, he's got dreads and he has a bunch of cups, and you don't even understand what he says. And all the kids love. Waka Flocka. That's it. Is that is that is that it? Yeah, yeah maybe. Waka Flocka. <laughs> well, you, you know what's funny about not just Waka Flocka, but like a lot of these guys. Isn't that the shit like, that 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 the guy said from Muppet Babies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he says Waka Waka, okay. but like, um, you know, so many people I think within that world like really want like their artists to be authentic criminals. But the problem is, is that usually the more authentic they are, the less talented they are musically. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Like, like Waka Flocka, like that guy is a fucking dangerous human being. Like that guy is not to be taken lightly. But, you know, he's nowhere near as like musically talented as like, you know, a, a, a Jay-Z or, a, you know, even a, even a Kanye or whatever you want to, you know what I mean? Like, cause he's, he's like, a, he's like a, a regular guy first and a musician second or an artist second. Um, but it, it's just, it's, I think that that's a trade-off that a lot of people make. Uh, and it's especially with this more recent generation, like they'd rather have the real criminals making bullshit records than kind of fake criminals <laughs> making great records. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess I, I'm, I'm so over that. Like, I don't know, man. I just want to listen to good music. I don't care who it is, and I don't care what they're like. I understand there's a certain aspect of you know they got to be coming from a real place, and 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 how you know when musicians are struggling, their art is a little bit better than sometimes when they're they're successful. But it's like you know I don't care where the fuck you're from. If you, if it's a good song, it's a good song. I don't you know. Yeah. At the end, I, of the day, you yeah, know yeah. you don't need to be you don't have to be tortured. You know, you don't have to be this, that, and the third. You know, it it, it is usually, interesting. It's that, usually the tortured people that make better music. Yes, I, I recognize that, but it's like it, it kind of sets this crazy tone for shit. I just don't think is is needed. You know, but who knows? I don't know. But anyway, so check out Paid in Full, and then my number one is Goodfellas, and and mainly because Goodfellas, Goodfellas changed the way that gangster movies were made forever. Mm-hmm. 
like before Goodfellas, every gangster movie for the most part was a very romanticized kind of thing. Like, you know, from Godfather and then even Cagney before, like, it's just like a very like dramatized. It's, it's basically gangster movies made by people that don't know shit about gangster shit. Mm-hmm. And then Goodfellas came along and it was made by people that knew everything about gangster shit. And that authenticity bled through it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it changed the way that gangster movies were made forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it just, I think that it's probably what it's probably to say it, you kind of, uh, every movie now, they try to find some subject matter, subject matter expert that knows what they're Absolutely. fucking talking about. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Maybe it changed all movies forever. Maybe. You don't know. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? <laughs> maybe it didn't. Maybe it still sucks. <laughs> maybe it's just a movie. Um, Let's see here. Now let's get it. I think that's it for, for small time news. Really? I think we can move into the big three. The I'm big gonna three? Double, I'm going to double check. Let's do some questions before we get in the, in the big three. You want to do questions? Oh, we got one more thing. Okay. Uh, the Grudge versus The Ring. Oh, dude. It's coming out in Japan. Dude, I'm so, uh, like, I, I'm not I, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, I, I don't think I can do a subtitle. I think that I need, like, a, a, a dubbed version. But I am for real fucking excited about that shit. Um. Like when when those movies came out, I was getting this big horror movie kick that didn't sustain itself. Like I don't care anymore. But um, and it's funny, dude. We get this guy in the club who does not. This guy grew up in Stephen King's neighborhood. No bullshit. Like all all of Stephen King's book, he knows like every street in Banger, Maine, or wherever the fuck they're supposed to be. He calls it Castle Rock, but it's I think it's Banger. Is that how you even say it? Anyway, but uh, he's like. He hates he hates scary movies. He said I'll fuck, I'll watch. He's grown ass. He's like he's like dude. Listen, I know my limitations. If I watch some shit like that or read some shit like that, I won't be able to sleep for a fucking week. Um, but the Grudge versus the Ring can't wait, can't wait. And I, all my money's in the Ring. Well, yeah, that, the the Ring. I I I like the Ring better as a film anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Grudge. But it's but just yeah. it's just funny about that whole like the Japanese horror is just like it's relentless. You know, I kind of feel like American horror is like pussies compared to Japanese wars. So, anyway. Right. So let's get into these questions. These are the questions from last week. Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. These are some good ones in here. Uh, let's see. Some of them are good. Some of them are probably crap. Some of them are not so good. Yeah. My favorite color? Green. No. I don't know. I don't have a favorite Actually, color. Sometimes it's green. <laughs> sometimes it's green. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so, this is from Jared L. I know him from, from around the scene good dude what are dc's and marvel's worst comic book storylines in other words what do i need to stay away from jesus yeah it's a, it's a, you it's go a on and on other, for sure other podcast um i'm trying to think like I, I as a general rule i haven't really been overly excited with anything from new 52 with the exception of aquaman and zero year i think the justice league war was good see i think that's shit really yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I did, I did like uh, the injustice. Was it the injustice? It was the injustice. You know what? I did read the injustice. That shit was pretty good. Yeah, that no, not, not the injustice line, but it was a. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter because that was a good one. Don't read uh, Trinity or was it the Trinity War? No, Pandora's box or whatever. Pandora, something like that. Don't read that one. Garbage. Shit. Yeah, it's bad. Um. I'm trying to think what else. Like, there's not uh, Axis. Marvel's Axis is horrible. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a big like Inhuman slash X Men slash Avengers story. It's worthless. 
Um, I, I'll tell you a book that people love that I don't like. Mm. Um, and, and I'll probably catch a lot of shit for this. I'm not even sure if I should mention it. Yeah, do it. I don't like fables. Oh, really? Yeah, fables is a Vertigo book. It's like it's like and like real. you like bought a gang of those, didn't you? Yeah, I was like, because I had just now. All right, let me let me set the scene. So I had read a hundred bullets by Vertigo. Fantastic. I had read Why the Last Man by Vertigo. Fantastic. I had read was Pride it of fan fucking tastic? Fan fucking tastic. I read okay. Pride of Baghdad. I'd read like all these little Vertigo books, and they were all great. And then somebody was like, "You should check out Fables," and I was like, "Okay, cool." So I bought like five volumes of it, and I was like, "This will be great too." And I got like. One volume in, and I was like, I can't do this. Is it just too goofy? It's it, it's it, it was just like it was boring. Like I didn't like it was so dialogue heavy, but the dialogue wasn't that interesting mm-hmm. that I just couldn't get into it. Now people love it, so there there must be something there, yeah. okay? But I just I myself couldn't get into it. I'll tell you another book to stay away from is Final Crisis from DC. Yeah, I never read that one either. That fucking thing, I, I've said it on this podcast before, but I've probably read it five or six times. Don't understand a fucking thing that's going on in that book. Don't understand it. Sometimes, like, I've, I, I've, I've rubbed the page to make sure I'm not missing a page between pages. Like, what? what? I didn't like For Tomorrow, the Jim Lee Superman one. I thought that was garbage. Really? Yeah. I like that. I mean, the art's beautiful, but it just... No, I, the stories I like are that. so, like, oh, I'm going to make this device to... to to save everybody, and then I'm gonna forget about it, and then it's gonna start making people disappear, and and I'm gonna get all super weird about shit, and oh, no, I like Wonder that. Woman's gonna fight me, and I'm gonna fling and drop my blood at her at supersonic speed and crack her knife. It's just fucking dumb. I love the moment with um. There's a there's a lot of good character stuff in that book for me. Like I I love all the talk between Superman and the priest. I mean, there's cool there's cool scenes, yeah. You know, I, I'll I'll give you that, but like the 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 whole thing put together, it's just a fucking mess, man. And uh, fucking mess. When the Justice League threatens Superman, yeah, that's one of my favorite things ever. And then I love when like Batman offers Superman like all this. He's like, you know, he's done all this research on uh on on this villain or whatever. Like he's got it all. Batman's got it all sorted out for him. Like he's like, you'll you'll find everything you need and such and such and such and such. And Superman's like, I didn't ask you for help. And Batman just looks at him and goes, so? <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite Superman-Batman moments. Mm. Whatevs. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Axis is probably the worst book I've read in a long time. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I liked all the uh, the new Avengers shit up to, like, the seventh graphic novel. Once actually, they had I'm, the... Uh, Invasion, Secret Invasion. After Secret Invasion wrapped, wrapped up, it was it was garbage. What was the last? So another big Marvel book I read recently. Like I'm gonna pull up this new Fifty Two Justice League trade, um, because I have them and I've read most of them. Show off. <laughs> yeah, stop bragging. I know, right? Bragger. Fuck. Dude, you're such a bragger. Oh man. Um, it'll be like you. Yeah. <laughs> I am enjoying these Star Wars books, though. I'm getting in the Star Wars mo- mode. And I kind of liked how that I don't know what's going to happen in between these books because they kind of, you know, they've re- rebooted everything. I like it. Can't complain. 
So, you still looking or did I lose you? Now I'm here by myself, uh, talking to myself. Do you hear me now? Oh, there you are. There uh, you are. Sorry, Justice League Volume 1 uh, is called Origin, and that's what Justice League War is based on, mm-hmm. and that is not good. I okay. don't recommend it at all. Now, I have... Justice Has New 52 just been a failure? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think that's why we're getting Rebirth. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I, I kind of felt that... that they were going to go back all along, you know. Here is something that's important. There's a Justice League trade called Trinity War, and it is fucking painful. It is painful. But there are a few things that happen in it that set up. Let me see if I can find this next one. Uh, you have Excel spreadsheet with all these fucking books you're, you're going to buy? No, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at pictures of the covers. Don't take his word for it, folks. You probably can't remember what happened. Yeah, I can't. I don't remember what happened. I, I, my memory is <laughs> terrible. But um, it it sets up. It sets up another one. Trinity War sets up. Fuck. And you didn't like you didn't like uh, Court of the Owls, right? I didn't like Court of the Owls, but let me. All right, now let me let me talk about that for a minute. So people love Court of the Owls. And I don't it's think become, I, I don't think it's that bad. The parts that I read. It's become. I'm not a, done it it's yet. become a classic. The problem for me with new 52 is that I feel like they threw out a lot of things that defined those characters for me personally. So like for me, the, the problem was that Batman. So the court of owls is this cult that's been around forever. And it's, and they like, they like move around within the 13th floor of all these buildings because like, you know, there's never a 13th floor in an office building. Like it's the bad luck floor. So you skip it or whatever. But the 13th floor in, in this does really exist. It's, it's just a vacant floor where the Court of Owls sets up shop. The problem, and like they've been involved with Gotham City politics and world politics and all this bullshit forever. It's like the secret site, like Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem that I have with that is that Batman has no fucking idea. And it's like right under his nose. Yeah, but in, in, in the we're book, we're talking about Batman at the height of being Batman. Yeah, but isn't the book, aren't they kind of like getting reinstated? Like they, they weren't operating the whole time. I don't know. As much I I don't want to I don't want to quote small finite details because I haven't read it since I first read it. But from what it, you recall, it, from what I recall, I remember being irritated that as big and powerful and kind of like commonly whispered in the shadows as they were. Yeah, Batman had no fucking clue. I mean, I guess that, and I guess that's supposed to give them some validity, you know. Yeah, but it, for for me, it was one of those things where it, like, out of the moment. it, it takes me out of the moment. It it it, it makes me um, believe it less. Yeah, I hear you. But Fair enough. Oh, Forever Evil—that's the name of the book. So Trinity War is really bad, but it sets up Forever Evil, which is really good. Forever Evil is one of those few DC books in New Fifty Two that feels like old Fifty Two. That's the one Lex Luthor joins justly, right? Correct. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. It's fantastic. You, but if if you're one of those people, like some people have to know the complete backstory before they read something. If you're not one of those people, I advise just read Forever Evil. But if you're one of those people, you have to read Trinity War. It's fucking painful, and then just get through it, muscle your way through it, and then read Forever. Evil. I read the first part of the Dark Side War, um, with the new Anti Monitor, and like I guess Dark Side's got a daughter. That, that wasn't was bad. No. 
I mean, it's not done yet, but um, like the anti-life equation, like basically what that is is the power to take the free will from everybody. You know, which is which is interesting. So basically, you just enslave the universe, um, which is an interesting goal. You know what I mean? It's like not trying to get like the ultimate magic power or whatever, like the Infinity Gauntlet. Just take people's free will. You know, it's it's it, it it's something that does set Dark Side. You know how fucking monstrous he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because at that point, it's like everything's game over. You know. Um, I'll tell you another, like, I'm a big Batman fan, but, like, the Batman R.I.P. storyline, like, I don't like that at all. Like, I, I think it's... Is that the one where he went crazy? It's the one where they show, like, Batman throughout time, and, like, he was a gladiator, and he was a cowboy. Is this when, like, Darkseid killed him, but he didn't kill him? He, like... Yeah, he sent him back through time. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so, like, I, 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 I say skip that. I don't like Justice by Alex Ross and whoever the guy is that wrote it. Um, Alex, Alex Ross actually just painted somebody else's pencils. Yeah. Um, yeah. But were, I don't were like they Jim, Were they Jim? No, they weren't Jim Lee's. No, no, no. no. Um, that one's weird. It's really, it's really weird. It doesn't really make, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because you know why they failed, right? They didn't let Joker play. They didn't let Joker play. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic, so anyway, I hope mistake. I hope those are a few. If if uh, Jared, if you're if you're like looking to get into a certain character or something, if if you write us, if you PM us, I'll uh, I'll I'll tell you any bad books I know off the top of my head about that specific character. Or you, just also, co- you can just come over and sit down in the Skull Cave and read some books. That's always an option too. Mm-hmm. All right, shout out to Bobby Boucher from around the way. He said, "What cartoons besides the obvious ones did you get into as a kid?" I recently caught up on some U- uh, Ulysses Thirty One and some Robotech. What are other classics that Tickle your giblets. Visionaries was awesome. Yeah, Visionaries was one for uh, me too. Gargoyles was awesome. I never got into that. Uh, of course, Thundercats, Silverhawk, all of those classics. Um, um, Brave Star, which don't go back and watch it. It's fucking horrible now. You know what I used to love as a kid was like, was it Insectoids? Uh, Inhumans or? No. Not Inhumans. What are the ones where they you t- some, something would touch you and you turn into a monster? That was that Centurions or yeah, okay. no no Centurions is like they had the suits that would be teleported to them. They had like little bits that you can that would snap on and make one guy go in the air, one guy tank, or you know. I don't know, but sect- Inhumanoids. I think it's Inhumanoids. That was it's, weird. Um, one. Sectors. I was really into as a kid. Um, Dinosaurs. Sectors was like a uh, like insects. It was like two insect people, and they flew around on giant insects. And like one had like a bumblebee, like that oh, he yeah, flew yeah, around yeah, on yeah, you, put yeah, your yeah, hand yeah, in like yeah, the puppet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I really liked that cartoon as a kid. I'm trying to think about what else. I I think I was just mainly into the main like He Man uh, Mask. I guess is yeah, was Mask more is good. Than, um, than not, but I wasn't really into too much shit that wasn't the main. You know, GI Joe, Transformers, He Man, Thundercats. Was, that was that was that was my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But then Sectors was like a something else. Visionaries was something else. It's a big Scooby Doo fan. I like the uh, Scooby Doo fan. Uh, Flight of the Dragons. Anybody oh yeah, man. I, I was I was obsessed with Flight of Dragons. I remember you making make me watch that when we were like twelve. Dude, or 13, that shit is still good. Like, Dude, this is so goofy. Dude, still good. James Earl Jones is still badass in it. 
I'll teach man how to use his machines. I'll teach man how to fly like a fairy. Not doing it for me. Dude. <laughs> Not doing it for me, buddy. Um, so, yeah. Good stuff. Definitely watch Flight of Dragons. It's badass. No. Not. Um, yeah. Let's continue on with... Uh, Have you seen the t-shirt that says, uh, I'm actually in my 30s? It's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle symbol. It's like the te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle logo. It's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja is like, I'm actually in, and then my, and then 30s is written like the turtles. Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. I yeah. want to get that shirt. Have you what. seen uh, uh, Alex D, so to speak, asks us, what do you think of Mr. Robot? No spoilers, please, but I think it's brilliant. Um, Yeah, dude. It's 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 really good. I haven't uh, watched it. I have it defin- it's on USA? It's on FX, I think. I think it's on FX. I, I haven't finished it, though, because um, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. It's like one of those that like was on Netflix, and then they they only let the episode stay on for a little bit. Something ridiculous. So I got to go back and and wait for them to be on like USA. Yeah, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Christian yeah. Slater's in it, and the no dude shit. who played yeah, it's it's like it's probably some shit that's really gonna happen at one point. Um, you know. Um, Graham asks us, do you think BBS is doing better outside America because the comic culture isn't as ingrained elsewhere? Um. I don't know, man. Like, my personal opinion is because it's probably a little, it's probably a little heavy for an American audience. It's not the, what they want to see in their comic book movies, and I think it's doing better outside. I mean, dude, it just surpassed Spider Man. It just surpassed Iron Man. Um, I believe it's in the top five of highest grossing comic book movies of all time now. And uh, so it's it's interesting, man. The, just the, the aspect of how it is still is still doing work out there, even though the critics and the fans here have kind of like poo pooed it. Um, I think it's because, uh, like, I think that Superman is a more popular character overseas. Maybe um, that might be it too. Like, uh, Superman is one of the most largely recognized symbols on the face of the planet. Yeah, and and uh, I think that it's just there's there's more of a, I think there's more of a respect for it, and I also think that. It is a. I think that, I think that a lot of people see it as a big spectacle overseas mm-hmm. and want to go see a big spectacle. Maybe. And Yule, who I love, aka Prop, uh, Optimus Prime Yule. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, when I was at TFCon last year, this one guy got a little, came at me a little sideways, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just me and him. Well, it was like him. It was him and some of his cronies, and then me, mm-hmm. and you know me. I was I was ready to take on the world. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, dude, it's not that serious. We're at a nerd convention. And as as as, <laughs> as, things, as things were getting escalated, yeah, like I felt this like presence, and like I I looked to my right, and Yule had already zeroed in on it. Was right there, ready to go to work. God, fucking nerds. See, dude, dude, you can't go there and get in fights with some fucking random nerds. Yeah, this you dude. Did, did I told you about this guy? Right, the the guy that that was an asshole. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you about it later. It's just a, oh, you mean we can't air our dirty laundry out in public? He was affiliated with another guy that's that's fairly well known, and uh, he was just he was drunk and he was kind of he was speaking very recklessly. And at first, I, I thought it was harmless, and then I was like, and then I asked him if he was trying to be an asshole, and then uh, and then it started to escalate. 
What was his response to that? Um, his response, he kind of played it like, he was like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking the questions. What does that mean? Like he was asking, I got a skull face shirt on and he was like, what is that? And I was like, it's skull face. And he was like, who is skull face? And I was like, skull face is the truth. And he was like, what does that mean? And I, like, you know, he was like, he was being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and I, so then like, I, I just wanted to clarify the moment. So I was like, are you being an asshole? And, and then he was like, oh, no, I'm just trying to figure out what it means. It's just shirt says the truth. And then I was like, I feel like you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Yule, Yule was right there. And actually, a uh, shout out to Kuma Style. He was there, TJ. And he was like, he was like, he was like I feel, because he was right standing in between us. He was like, I feel like I'm in a very awkward place right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Everything's matter. good to go, though, now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, All the nerds calm down. Um, Yule said, if you can go back in time, Oh, this makes me want to ask you a question too, by the way. If you can go back in time and and warn the writer of bad comics, comic ideas that left lasting consequences, which of these bad ideas would you like go back to correct? Um, ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, sending Batman back through time would be my first one. I would say taking away Wolverine's adamantium. That was dumb. That lasted for a fucking decade. Yeah, it lasted forever. A decade. Uh, let me think. What else? You know, I kind of miss I kind of miss Superman's red underwear. I can't lie. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I like that shit. You love it. Wear that. I used to wear that shit all the time when I was a kid. Um, and it was actually Superman's. Mm-hmm. It smelled like justice. It smelled like Krypton. It smelled like hope. <laughs> um, it smelled like hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I don't I don't know how to answer that question because I don't really. So upset when I say this, I don't really think comic books today have any lasting consequences. And I mean, I think that's like that's the state of affairs. Yeah, it's, it may, and I hate I, and I hate I, to sound I, all uppity, but you know, lasting as much as he means like impactful. Like Batman going back through time, like we had to go through like four or five trades before he got back into the mix. Do you know what I mean? Like four or five trades, that's like a year and a half. Yeah, I mean Wolverine's still dead technically, which I don't like. Um, case in adamantium. Somehow. Some way. But that, um, one, that one was a big one for me. I, I Oh, I got it. What's that? Marvel and DC selling their rights and not just making their own studios. I kind of feel like that's had lasting consequences on comics. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's not really... I don't think that's really much of it. Well, I'll just answer how I want to answer. How about that? Um, He said, he said his would have been Gambit-Rogue relationship. Like he doesn't would've, like it? It would have never happened because Gambit was never able to grow because he was a slave to that relationship. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I didn't like... I don't like the Superman-Wonder Woman thing. And I think that's going to be fixed now because Superman's going to be back with Wonder Woman. I mean, with uh, Wonder Woman, with Lois. Yeah, I would have I would have undone that as well. Um, You know what, man? And it's funny. You're going to be like, but wait, you like that guy. I don't know if I like Damien. I don't know if I like Batman and Talia having a kid. Like, mm. like the way it was. Like, I don't, you know. I don't mind them having a kid. I just don't like how it went down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm good with Son of the Demon and all that stuff. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was kind of an Elseworlds story. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean that's what that's what Damien's based off of. Yeah, I realize that. But I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like he would have been all up in that shit. You know what I mean? He had calculated her menstrual cycle and knew when she was ovulating and, and you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fucking smarter than that 
Like you're not gonna you're not gonna show up with an eight year old and make fucking make me surprised, bitch. I'm the I'm the world's greatest detective. I think like Spider like Spider Man not being Peter Parker. I probably yeah 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 that's a good know, one. like I would have added that. Like, uh, on the whole onslaught ordeal. Yep, I get it out of that. here. Fucking get it out of here. Dumb. That's access for those for those keeping score. Access is based off of an onslaught. Um, um yeah. With uh, so Steve L asks of all the 40k universe fluff in books, what story would be the best movie slash Netflix show? Oh my god! And he said, not Horace Heresy. Okay. Um, I think damn. the Age of Disciples. Fuck you. Um. Uh, is it, does budget have no consequence into this? No, no consequence. But it, it, you should specify though if it's going to be a movie or a Netflix series. Uh, I I don't think I don't, I think it would have to be a Netflix series. I think that I think that forty k could put Game of Thrones to shame. Um, with the amount of of characters and shit going on and how expansive the universe is. I think I would have to say it, it would be something with the Tyranids, like you know, dealing with a Tyranid invasion, but then have that like that be like the main thing, but then having like other skirmishes with other races happening in the background. What 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 book is that? I mean, there's that's the thing about it, there's so many fucking books. Starship um, Troopers. It'd be like, well, I don't know. I was that was a joke too. Well, I mean, but it's very Stormship Stormship Troopers esque. I know that's why it's funny. I mean, me personally, I would want to see a Space Wolf story, you know, because they're they're just. I think I think that Steve L shoots himself in the foot, and you and I have both hung out with Steve L. Yeah, and had many beers with Steve L. Shoots himself in the foot because he says horse heresy, no horse he heresy, because he says no horse heresy. Yeah, and I think that I think that that's the key. I think yeah, the Netflix yeah. series about the horse heresy is the winner. I I even think they could do something interesting where it's it's a story told in flashbacks. Like that, you could do, you you can do the 40k universe, and then like battles and shit going on, and then flash back to Horus and some of the characters because there's such an evolution of the characters. Like you could do an Avalon, you know, Avalon, Abaddon the Despoiler, you know. But wait, then you wait, Abaddon the Despoiler. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Who also buys his clothes at Hot Topic? Anyway, but but you could do that, and you know at the same time tell the story of Ezekiel Abaddon, captain of the of the first, you know, captain. first company of of Lunar Wolves. Um, you know, but yeah, I think that I, I don't even think it needs to be a flashback. Like I think you could just do the horse heresy. Like and it's it's a grand enough story. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, epic, it's it is it's fucking an epic yeah. enough story to do like a major like a major 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 fucking series or like a saga of movies, and then from that you could have these spinoffs with all these little minor stories that take place during it. I think that is definitely the the, the tale to tell. Yeah. Um, if I can't tell that tale, fuck man. Yeah. Well, you think about it. Yeah. With all the comic-related movies, TV shows, this is from Jody, um, a.k.a. Comic Book Dork. With all the comic-related movies, TV shows, etc., just taking the world by storm the past few years, do you feel it's burning too hard too fast? Do you think it's going to saturate everything so much that it will kill itself by overwhelming the amount of content? I, I, I do think so, Jody. Uh, I don't. I think there's so much shit out there that it's going to be around for a while. You know, we're, 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 we're kind of just scratching the surface of mainstream comic book shit. You know what I mean? 
I think that the problem is is that the more stuff that comes out, we start to see a like naturally, not just with comic books, but with everything. The more they do of something, the less goes into it. And I'll give you like it's just like music. Like you spend ten years on your first record, mm-hmm. and then everyone expects for your second record to come out within two years and be better than the record you just spent ten. Yeah, years. that's a bad analogy because you're talking about the you're talking about the 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 work and the insight and the inspiration of one person or one small group of people. Like you're talking you're talking about comic books. You're talking about legion of writers and sure. And creative but I feel people like everybody is kind who, of hitting who, the high notes. No, because there's always, there's always the next big story that they take I, the character in the next big direction. I, I hear you, but I feel like they're taking – they hit the high notes. They hit as many high notes as they can. I don't feel like they, they take time enough for the little moments. Like Batman vs. Superman being the, the like a great example. Like we have two major high notes that could have been trilogies in and of themselves mm-hmm. in one movie. And I, I think that like the, the, for the amount of films that are coming out, like if you look at this year's shit – and then I just saw a, a meme yesterday of like 2018's roster, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh my god, the amount of shit that's coming!" I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm happy. I hope that it does wonderfully. Yeah, but I just have a like. I'm just like, like I'm also fearful that like with the amount of stuff that's happening, if we won't see a lapse in quality, and I think that with the average citizen, that quality needs to increase dramatically in order to keep their dude, attention. Dude, they're fucking watching. Too Fast, Too Furious movies. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. You know, I, 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 I think there's going to be a, uh area for the quality, and I think there's going to be area for the spectacle. And I, I'll tell you this. I think that film, the traditional film model, it is probably going to slip. You know? Um, we're already seeing that that these Marvel films are almost like a serial type thing anyway because you look at the the world building that Marvel has done. I think that we will probably see more stuff on Netflix and stuff like that, which will which will open the eyes of people who think they're comic book fans or slightly interested, and in, and in, and there'll be a revolution from that. Like, okay, this is how we want to see this medium, you know? We are this is how we want to see this this content in this medium because I think that ultimately it's a better it's a better way of doing it. They just got to find a better way to monetize it because I can't imagine Netflix is making that much money off of Daredevil and shit. Yeah, I don't know how that works out. It must be dorking out because everything's getting green lit. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. At, at the same time, though, like I think that there's a bit of ho humness going on right now um, with, among with Joe Daredevil Citizen in general. Among Joe Citizen, like there was a ho humness after Age of Ultron. There was a ho humness after Ant Man. There's a ho humness after Batman vs Superman. I think there's going to be a ho humness after X Men Apocalypse, um, but there was high notes with Deadpool. Like everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're I, going because they're going to the source material. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. But I, I think there's also going to be a high note with Civil War, and and as long as they put forth the same, if not more, effort into everything they do, I think they could be fine. But I think that. What history tells us is that the more it goes, the longer it goes on, the the weaker the shit gets. But I hope that's not the case. But I, they've been going strong so far. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and like, and here's the thing too, man. When you say when you say superhero or comic book movies, you're really you're really putting into a false genre because it's not really a genre. It's like there's like action movies. There's a sci-fi element. Just because it's a comic book source material, I don't think that. I mean, I agree, know, but I think people see it. 
see it that way. Yeah, but I like I, I think that I think that AMC Preacher's gonna come out and I think it's gonna do well, right? So. And I think that that nine out of ten people all right, look at Walking Dead, dude. Yeah, Walking Dead is, is the, the most Walking Dead is the most successful television show of like ever. Yeah, but it's still it's still getting a ho humness now. Like people are starting to. Get I don't I don't know because I, I I don't know because I haven't watched it for a while. I haven't either. I've I've only seen the first. And, but like, but I will tell you, dude. Everybody at work talks about that shit. Yeah, but I like, I mean, people at my work talk about it too, and I, I see people on the on social media talking about it. But it seems like there's a lot more complaints now than there were two years ago. Yeah, but is that just because there's a fucking a million people complain, a million people watching it now, besides twenty thousand? Maybe. Like so, so like, you, yeah, yeah, there's more complaints because there's more people watching. So, therefore, you're going to hear more complaints. And also, also people are going to start, start saying more provocative shit because that's how they get their voice out there. But I'm seeing it from the same people that were saying it before, Adam. Saying complaints before or what? They were saying great things before. Yeah, but they're still watching it, dude. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they won't watch it, but I, I, I'm, I, I think that things can only go on. This is not about Walking Dead specifically, but I think the things can only go on in a in a in a manner that's received in mediocrity for so long. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't I don't think that's the example. I don't I don't think that I don't think that Walking Dead is having an example. Everybody's going crazy about this this last cliffhanger, you know. Yeah, but not necessarily in a good way. But it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it doesn't matter if it's if they're going crazy in a good way or a bad way. They're going crazy with it. They're talking about it. I, I Everybody's going to be tuned in. From, but if it's enough, week. if it's enough negative shit consistently, people are going to start tuning out. Maybe. Oscar, my good friend Oscar says, "Who would win in a three-way fight? A one-armed Green Laro, a homeless man jacked up on bath salts, or Bill Gates?" I mean, come on now. Come on now. I'm going to go with maybe homeless man jacked up on bath salts. I mean, Bill Gates, dude. He's got the techno bots probably in his, in his uh, fucking body already. Maybe. But I think we need more parameters. Like, what, what are you allowed to bring? What's our arena that we're fighting in? And what are you allowed to show up with? <laughs> I mean, Oscar, if you want to experiment with baths, bath salts, go for it, bro. No, no, I'm no. But I mean, like, you. not like that. But I mean, like, if I don't think there's anything that implies that he wants to experiment with bath salts. But, like, if... Green Arrow. Well, I think it's absolutely a plot. Are you kidding me? Here? Dude, I'm just joking. Oh, I, I think that if uh, Green Arrow shows up and say he's not allowed to have his bow and arrow. I don't know. I think I, I think that the old Green well, Now, which Green Arrow are we talking about? A one-armed Green, green yeah, well, Arrow. Yeah, but there's been a lot of one-armed Green, green Arrow. Well, we're, we're talking about. talking about, talking about Green Arrow from Dark Knight. Whichever one you want. Talking about Green Arrow from the TV show that we have one arm in the future. Whichever one you want. I mean, apparently that's what I want. Oh no! What? Apparently, it's not what I want. No, I'm saying whatever you want for that for that green arrow, whichever one you I want. I mean, you know, green arrow, green arrow, even with one arm is pretty badass. True, but a homeless man could be a big fucking monster of a homeless man jacked up on bath salts. Now, what are you gonna do? Well, that's not implied. No, but it's whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be an ex-football player spent his money poorly. Well, I, I'm gonna say Bill Gates because he's got nanites in his body, which could, you know, he pushes a button and all of a sudden he's got. You know, some magical armor, magical technological armor. I'm gonna say Bill Two, Gates. Like, I'm gonna say he's the first to lose because he's catches a computer virus. No, because he's running a PC. No, he's he's actually running Macware. Because it's irony. Because it's irony. Gabe says, "What is your preferred format for reading comics? Single issues, trades, and collected editions? And have you ever thought about switching to the other format?" Um. 
Yeah, we don't do Lucy's anymore. We don't do Lucy's, but... <sighs> okay. My preferred method is trades. Hardback, so to speak. Mm. I would be tempted to give the digital platform a try. I've tried it. Um, mainly because... Like, if I had a tablet that was all mine that, like, my kids weren't going to fucking watch some bullshit on and then open up apps and close them for no reason and generally fuck up, I would get into it. I would try it at least because I like the idea of, like, I cheat in comics all the time. Like, I turn the page and then my eyes flash down to the lower right-hand corner and see how things work out and then go back up to the upper left-hand corner and start reading. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of reading it in the, like, cosmicology or whatever it is format where you got to go panel by panel well let me help you out here right because it's already been proven that if you read something on an electronic screen you don't retain it as much as if you read something on paper uh-huh. proven fact so for you that would be a horrible choice <laughs> yeah, probably really because bad. you fucking forget everything <laughs> i do um i you know i i downloaded something on the marvel now app it, it is cool you click you know it shows you the whole page you click the first panel the panel comes forward and then some of them even the dialogue boxes come forward and then you hit it again and like the next it phase the next panel and that comes forward and it's all very interactive very cool and whatnot never read another one you know, there's just something about having that tangible piece of artwork in your hands, feeling you know, feeling the paper and whatnot. I can't, I can't do the digital shit. Um, I bought a couple of digital books. I fucking hate reading reading them. Fucking hate it. Um, the only, and I'll even do some shit where I'll buy it just just so I can start reading it faster because the the hard copy book doesn't come out yet. And then when the hard copy book comes out, I get to that page and never read the digital one again. You know, because I don't want to wait to start reading my content. Um, just because I'm fucking impatient. But my preferred method is the the Giants books. You know, the Absolute Editions or stuff like that, or you know, whatever else they're called, um, is the best. Because I don't want to be I don't want to be opening a bunch of different books. Like you know, the, I've never I've never read an Absolute book. Really? No. Uh, yeah. Yep. I've never read an Absolute book. Like, every time I've bought an Absolute Edition of something, I have plenty of Absolute... No, that's not true. I read the Absolute Sin City. Um, okay. With the exception of that one, every time I've I've bought them, I always had them in smaller trade paperback collections. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was just like, yep, I'm buying the definitive version of this, and I'm putting it on the shelf. Mm. But, yeah, I'm with this. you. I like to have the tangible thing, too. But I, I would give... I, I do find it... I like a little tassel to keep my place. I do, too. I like, the, I like some weight of the book. That's another thing. Like, the heavier something is... In your mind, the more valuable you think it is, you know? you find it alluring taking your entire comic book collection with you on the go? No. No, I'm saying I do. Oh, you're talking about like for the for the electronic electronic version? Yes. Like, I, I like the idea of saying, like, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting waiting for my oil to get changed. And right now, like, I have Star Wars Empire graphic novel in my trunk. So that's what I would read. Maybe I'm not in the mood to read that, so I could read Spider Verse or whatever. Like I like I like that idea as a concept. The I mean I like the idea of the concept, but I just I wish that fucking concept worked because it, I don't feel like it does. I'd have to try. I, I I have yet to try it, and I probably never will because I, yeah. I hate new things. Um, so Joe KW, our good friend, who we're still waiting to hear if he would come back. Um, no, he he texted me. He said he wanted to come back. Okay, cool. He might come over here and play some 40k. So when Deadpool comes out and we watch the special features and all that stuff, Joe KW will come back and we'll talk. Um, He says, do you guys feel like weighing in on Hollywood, quote unquote, whitewashing? 
some commotion is happening in the anime fandom over Scarlett Johansson being casted as Makoto Kusanagi, Kusanagi mm-hmm. from Ghost in the Shell. I just want to say this. We talked about this. We brushed on this briefly last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say this. The reason why Scarlett Johansson was cast for that is not because she's white. The reason why Scarlett Johansson was cast for that is because she's a major fucking star that does action movies. Mm-hmm. I think that if, like, now people have inboxed me and stuff and been like, look, there's been many renditions of Ghost in the Shell, like that character, like, because she takes different bodies, I guess. Like, I don't know shit about it. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen Ghost in the Shell. I don't care to see it. I don't know anything about it. But if the character is Asian, then in, from, in my sensibilities, I would prefer that she be Asian. The problem is, is that if this is a major Hollywood production, you they Hollywood's point of view is that you need a major fucking star to fill that lead role so to get people in the theater. Because Hollywood thinks, and on good merit, that people go to see movies based on who's in it. Mm-hmm. I may not be that person on few exceptions. I'll go see a movie of Gary Oldman's in it. Yeah. But as a general rule, that's not why I go to the theater. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, if they want Asian actresses to play these roles, and I totally get that, to get Hollywood on board with that idea is we've got to start seeing Asian actresses you know, move up in Hollywood to that level. Mm-hmm. Now, why that hasn't happened is debatable. You know what I mean? We could say like maybe there's not enough female leads for Asian females. I don't know. But... I do think in this day and age that there are plenty of, especially for women, because every fucking lead role in an action hero seems to be a woman these days, Mm -hmm. um, that there is room for that. But I don't think that it should come as a shock to people that Scarlett Johansson is playing this role. They did try to make her look Asian, which is a huge fucking mistake, even if it did work. But it looks so goddamn ridiculous. I I didn't see that. Yeah, they like tried to digitally and make uh, all sorts of shits in order to make her look Asian. Well, I, I've got a all right. That so would've, that would have been in poor taste. I've got a couple. I got a couple things. We we talked about this. We talked about this with That's Mickey on Toy Detox. Oh, okay. I, I don't think it ever it'll ever get out. But like part of the thing, I'll just you know playing devil's advocate with Mickey because it was fun. It comes down to this, and and I'll be like, if the race, if it does not matter to the character, I don't really care. You know, I don't care that they they casted Perry away as a black guy. You know what I mean? Um, I you know when they when they were gonna cast Chris Rock as Robin, there's a, there's a, remember that remember they were talking about that back in the day. Uh, no, Marlon Wayans. No, 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 no. This is like bat, like 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 Tim Burton. Batman. Yeah, yeah, that was Marlon Wayans. Was it Marlon Wayans? Yeah, Marlon Wayans. Huh. Okay. When they made when they made Harvey Dent black. Didn't really care. I was probably too young to even really have an opinion about it, and I just love the fact that Lando Calrissian. Was, I, yeah, I love the Lando. You know. So, um, it, it does. It, it, it doesn't matter to me. Like I hear what you're saying with the the whole superstar and the money thing, and it makes sense. I do think it's a kind of a cop out because I, I think if they made a movie good enough, it, it would work. You know. Yeah, but do you think it's a but, cop but out on here, my end or here's, on Hollywood's end? I mean, I think it's a cop out on Hollywood's end. You know, okay. yeah, so here, so here's I. the other, so here's I. the other, here's the other side of that coin, right? That I kind of, that, that I, it kind of pisses me off. Nobody cares if it's a, if it's a white character that's replaced by something else. Nobody really cares. You know, there's no outrage that Jimmy Olsen was made Jenny Olsen to begin with. I don't think that's true. 
There was no, there was no outrage, dude. Not like this. There's not. They, did, did they maybe, call it? Did they call it like vagina this. washing? Did they like, call it vagina was, there, washing? There was, there was plenty of people that had something to say about Johnny Storm. Maybe, maybe. But like, I, and, I, but, and maybe, but like, so. but, uh, but you know what? It's, it's, but I don't think it had such an impact, and I think people just got over it. And I mean, like people said, what? That doesn't make sense. The only, the, the biggest I, thing that I, we, that we didn't like, we were like, well, make Sue black too. Right. That's what we said. But I mean, yeah. like, like when I did my, like, even when I did my reaction to Fantastic Four movie, I mean, I had plenty of comments saying that he shouldn't have been black. And or that, make, or make Reed black, make Reed black. Right. And I had plenty of comments saying that too. Yeah. But, All right. But, so let me, let me finish my point though. Right? Yeah. So, but here's my, here's my, the thing that pisses me off. Right. And I, and I made this comment with Mickey and I might've offended some people. Like, when it comes down to it, you know, the, I, I think that this argument that there's not enough women or there's not enough of this minority or there's not enough of this sexual preference in media, I think is kind of disingenuous because it probably most likely matches up with the real numbers. And not to say it's a quota thing, you know, but like if you go, if you go tell a story. It's a reflection that, of that society. It, yeah, it's a reflection of that society. I think that's fine. I don't think we need to force it or put a quota on it to do anything else. I, I mean, and I'll say this right now: like, I think that one one subculture of people that is probably uh, put into more film and storylines now that is not that is probably not in line with the ratio is is gays. I think that there's a lot more gay character roles in TV and movies. Like every, it's like every show now has got to have a, a gay friend, best friend, boss, like everyone. You know, even the fucking Flash, the 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 captain of the police department's gay. You know, mm-hmm. um, in Arrow, they made uh, Mr. Terrific gay. You know, which I'm I, I'm I'm fine with. I don't care. I don't I don't think that Mr. Terrific's sexuality is a big deal. You know, um, so it, but like we're trying to like to force this shit on on to people, and like when it comes down to if it, if it makes if it makes sense for the character to keep them a certain race, then keep them that race. If it doesn't make sense, then, then who the fuck cares? But the other funny bit, and I don't know if this is true, and I might be way off. I had somebody tell me one time, and I don't know how true this is, and maybe you've heard of this or maybe it's complete bullshit, is that a lot of animation in Japan, that they are drawing caricatures of Americans. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, so like a lot of characters, even though, even though they're they're in Japan, and it's, and it's obviously Japanese culture, they're actually trying to make them look like Americans, like Caucasians, you know? And I always kind of found that weird. I was like, really? Like, aren't they Asian? He's like, well, sometimes they are, but sometimes, like, that's why they have, like, you know, that's why the, that's where the whole, like, you know, uh, anime characters got the big eye thing from. That's why the eyes are exaggerated. And I'm like, really? Like, so I don't know if that's true or not, if that's bullshit. But I think it, I, it would be kind of funny if that like this genre of art form that was kind of mimicking, you know, Americans look right. And, um, or they were going for that. And then, and then it, obviously she's got a Japanese name, so she should be a Japanese, a Japanese character. But then if they actually do, you know, cast a, a, a American as that person, it's just kind of funny to me. Like, I'm not saying it, it doesn't excuse anything. It's just, it's just interesting to me how like, like cultures, borrow things from other cultures or you have a certain, you know, stereotypes that you project onto other cultures. I mean, like, you can look at, if you look at some anime characters and they have big eyes, 
you know, like you could read that and people could get upset about it. You know what I mean? Like if that was the world that we lived in, that people would fucking bitch about that, they, they could get upset about that, but nobody cares. You know what I mean? It's not that big of an issue, but it, well, that's just, that's kind of funny. There's some too. shit with her though. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know anything about the characters. I'm, you, I'm talking about the major. The character in Ghost in the Show. Oh yeah, I mean she's Japanese as fuck. I'm not talking about her. No, 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 because she's had like different bodies. May, oh, may it, possibly, but I mean her name is Japanese. Yeah, but somebody has like written me, uh, and I, I'm trying to find the message now, and I can't find it. But they they talk about like all these different looks and bodies and forms that she's had. Yeah. So there's like there's room to experiment there, but like my thing is this, like, I and, may, think, and maybe she starts off in a Japanese body and then it goes into a white body. Maybe, but I, I I think that I think that they're using their that Hollywood is cashing in on the star power, like oh absolutely, you know, and that's what they're trying to do. If you know, that's all that's all I can say. I think that if she's supposed to be like I don't know shit about her, so it's hard for me to make a real comment on it. But if she's supposed to be Asian, especially in this this story that they're telling, like if, in this form or this body or ever that character plays out, if she's supposed to be Asian, then absolutely I'd prefer that she be Asian, yeah. just because I'd prefer it to be closer to the thing. But I do agree with you though that it it, it is that like. Um, but I, except I don't agree that that it's a double thing. Like I think that people get outraged either way, but that it is funny that like people like I think it's the opposite people, right? Like I don't feel like like if Johnny Storm becomes black, there's a group of people that are like I, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that or I don't like that or whatever, and then they're like oh oh you're racist? Are you racist? Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah yeah yeah. But if um. And, and some of them probably are, you know what I mean? But, yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. But, but at the same time, like, if when this character is made white and then people are like, oh, well, she's supposed to be Asian. Why that's are you ra- then white? that's racist. Yeah, well, why, why, why isn't that racist? Yeah, I, I think true. there is, like, a huge double standard. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I want, like, just like I want with all things, I want the truest representation of that character. It just so happens that when it comes to this character, I don't give a shit because I don't give a shit about the story because I've never seen it. I don't have any connection to it. But ha- if I was a huge fan, I would want it how I knew the source material. Well, that's what I said, and that's what I said in Toydidas. I mean, like fucking, you know, vote with your wallets, man. Yeah. If you if you don't if you don't appreciate what they're doing to that character and that's not true to the form of the character, then don't fucking go see the movie. You know, just boycott that shit. Yeah, it's yeah. you know you know as well as I do that's hard to do though. I mean, but it's it's a principal thing. It's not. You I know. hear you. I hear you. But I'm like, yeah, I'll go see Ghost Rider. I guess. And I want to go shoot myself in the head. Did you go see Ghost Rider in the theater? Actually, I did not. But I saw Iron Man three. Yeah, but you didn't know that was gonna suck. Not true. I don't know. Yeah, you 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 do make a valid point about the 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 double standard. It's like no matter what you can do, no matter what you do, and unfortunately, and it's just kind of it's it's funny. It's kind of something that I've kind of come to grips with. Um, you know, if it's if it's something that has to do with with white people, then you're racist. Anything else, if it if it doesn't, then you're also racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, whatever, dude. But you know, Mickey did say something kind of prolific to me that I I never really I, I've never really thought about. And um, he was like, you know, growing up, he was told that white people don't want to see you succeed. You know? And I was like, God damn, man, that's some fucking hard shit to live with. You know what I mean? That's like, and and that's and that's some hard shit to to project onto other people too it's like fuck no wonder we can't get our shit straight we got these old fucking people talking stupid shit to our ears why can't we just go and and do whatever you know just be friends and fucking you know that I, think that, def- I, I think that, that there's a lot of truth to that on on, on both sides oh yeah you know oh, like yeah. it's old it's an older generation of white people that have kids or grandkids and talk to their grandkids about how they perceive 
different minorities or oh, ethnic absolutely. groups or whatever and, and, and taint them as well. Well, it's funny, man. Like when I was growing up, my first house, townhouse in Columbia, um, my, uh, my neighbor, like the dad was white and the mom was black, you know, she was mixed and I never thought anything of it. You know, like, like I, you know, I, I have vivid memories of, of my childhood and, and, you know, my friends and stuff like that. Um, and it wasn't until years later, we were like looking in, in a, in a book and like looking at all these pictures and I'm like, Natalie was mixed. I never realized that. And it's like, and it's like, because at that point somebody had told you it's something to notice. And I mean, it's something to be, and I know exactly where that came from. because like, you know, one of my cousins is, you know, has a black dad. And, um, you know, I remember my grandmother saying shit about it, you know, right. and it's like, and then, you know, it, okay. just is, it is what it is. Let's go. Let's continue. So the final question was, do you get more hate in private messages or in comments? Comments. Comments. So people who want a private, people who who throw hate at you, they want to do a spec. They want to do a spectacle. Yeah. And I mean, they want to. They, they're they're playing to a caricature of their of their emotions. And they want to, you know. Yeah. And I've had I've had I've had hate through private messages, but it's few and far between. Really. I don't think um, I, I don't think I ever have. Knock on wood. No, good for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's mainly in comments, and and, and most of them I, I'm able to kind of play to their humanity and make them realize that I'm not out to get them. And then they, they come to terms with their emotions. Yeah. Um, but then there's, there's, there are a group of people that just have it out for me. And then dude, you know, what, what is the hate on private messages, man? I'm almost curious about that shit. Same, same type of shit in, in public. Just like, dude, like you're a fucking idiot. You hate this toy. Cause you don't understand this toy. You hate this toy. Cause you don't know how to transform it. Right. You know, or whatever, you know, same type of shit. Dude, it's so funny, man. I found, I find absurd. What is that? Dude, it, like people should go, to your web to your YouTube page for for two things. For A, to get some information before they buy a product, to do mm-hmm. their due diligence before purchase, or B to be entertained. Right? right. Like nobody needs to say anything to justify their purchase. If you like your fucking purchase, then you won. Why the fuck do you care what Bob if Bobby likes it or not? Exactly. You know? If it's gonna sit up on your shelf and, and serve its purpose, are you gonna you know use it in the bathtub and, and you like the squeaky joints? You know, because in your magic, it's it's the transforming sound. Then who the fuck cares, man? Right. Idiots. All right. News. <laughs> We're like two and a half hours into the show. It's fine. We're just gonna have to fly through some of this. Well, maybe we'll just pause and come back. Um. Okay. So on the on the Marvel side of things, we got a X Men trailer with Wolverine in it. Anyone surprised? Not um. I. You know what? I bet you that's all you see of Wolverine in the movie. You think so? Yep. I bet you he's in that whole scene. Uh, yeah, maybe. I bet maybe. you that's it, but I bet you he's in that whole scene. Um, yeah. you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be he's in a tank and it's a close up and his eyes open and they and they looks mad and you hear and then you hear alarms and you guys are running with guns and there's lights flashing and all of a sudden you know the the, the camera pulls away and and the claws come out and that's it and then you come back to seeing everybody's dead. Um. We also saw the blob. Yeah, it looked good. Mm, fine, old, but it was also like is he like a big old fat person? Now he's fighting in a cage again. It's like this is, is this Wolverine Origins. Well, I mean, I guess they they had to reboot everything. I mean, they did a kind of a soft reboot because of time travel. I just I so. would rather see something a little bit more unique. Yeah, I hear you. Um, to make the leap from X Men into. Uh, the the Hasbro, I mean the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have <clears throat> word that Inhumans has been taken off the slate, as we predicted. First, yeah, first it was pushed back, and now it's gone. 
Yep. As you predicted, sir. Well, Give credit where credits, credits due. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I think we're definitely going to see some X-Men Marvel shit happen. Yeah, well, that's what it's looking like. The rumors are getting stronger that that's going and, to and, happen. And I'm going to segue, too, to a little bit. Like, we've already got confirmation that Iron Man will be in the Spider-Man movie. So now we have a Marvel character going to be in a Sony film. Um, so I, I just think it's going to happen. And I, and I, you know what? I'm going to... You're right about this, but I'm gonna. I want to go back because I I've been saying that why don't they just do this forever? And everybody's like, oh no, no, that's not how Hollywood works. They're never gonna no, do. I that. told you that lady left though. Yeah, but this. I mean, this is. But this is like, you know, th- this wasn't just the lady. This is like Hollywood will never do that. Sony will never do this. Yada yada yada. This this has nothing to do with the Fox lady. This is about this is about Spider Man. Like, why don't they just put Spider Man in it? You know, and everybody's like, "Oh no, they're never going to give it right to the characters." Like, why? Just they have Spider-Man in a in a Marvel movie, and then if you want a Marvel I, I, character in a, Sp- in a Sony movie, then you just do it. No, the the thing was about Spider-Man getting into the Marvel universe, and I said that you probably won't see that with X-Men because of how Fox is treating Marvel. Properly. Yeah, but you didn't think it would happen with Spider-Man. Way back. Uh, that's probably true, but that's not what we had the discussion about on the show because this show was started after that shit had already happened. Yeah, no, this is an old this is an old conversation. So I, th- I think it's cool. I think everybody's like getting into it. You know. But the uh, I hopefully I, like I would like to see all this X Men shit happen. I, I I would be okay if they just rebooted X Men again. You know, it may in, you know maybe this apocalypse thing is a is a spot they can do that. Maybe, but you with know? Wolverine that Wolverine movie though. Yeah, know. but the Wolverine I think the Wolverine movie is going to tie up his story arc because it's Old Man Logan. So you know that would be that would be interesting. Is but the, it's not it's not Old Man Logan. It's just an old man who is Logan. Because it's not gonna have the Hulk in it, and shit like it's that. not gonna have the Hulk in it. It's not gonna have Hawkeye in it. It's not gonna have Spider Man in it. Which are like, I mean, not Spider Man, but um, Spider Car, Spider Car, Spider Car, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of awesomely ridiculous. Um, or the Red Skull and Captain America shit. Yeah, the Red Skull is another. That is a fucked up story. Like, yeah, yeah. like it, it's, oh uh, yeah, something to read. Read Old Man Logan. It, it it's. It's very comic booky in its in its material, but it's very fucking dark. Like it's it's comic booky in the resources they use to tell the story. Um, but it's fucked it's fucked up. It's some fucked up shit. But uh these sources here that are talking about this are still saying that it's unlikely for the X Men. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I would say that it, it I would say that Inhumans getting pushed off the slate is the biggest sign that it's possible. Yeah. Because why else would they push it off the slate? There's nothing well, you just leave it on. Yeah, I, you got nothing to lose. It's not, it wasn't coming out to 2019 anyway. You wouldn't need to start production on it until next. You wouldn't need to start fucking pre-production on it until next year. It's gonna happen, dude. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, I hope so. Yeah. The uh, let's see. Uh, moving into that, there's also rumors of Fantastic Four coming back over to Marvel. Yeah, I think yes. it's gonna happen too. Now that that I think is much more likely that they I, would sell it back. I we've think already that... seen we've already seen Fox sell properties back to Marvel. What else do they sell back? Um, fucking Punisher and Ghost Rider. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. We know what to. Daredevil, Elektra. You know what to. Um, yeah, that's already happened. And then like, it's like, just you can still make money off of it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like they they can negotiate and say, hey, we want ten percent. Yeah, and but it, see, the thing is, is that they have to make a product ever so often. This looks like this might just get. From, from the rumors, let me just read it. Multiple reports have shared the rumor that Fox and Marvel have struck a deal which will allow Fox to make two X-Men television series, Hellfire and Legion, to clear up any confusion. Fox owns the film race of the X-Men and his plethora of character, but in order to do anything on the TV side of things, they need to have Marvel's entertainment permission. 
Back in, back in August, Fox Television Group Chairman and CEO Dana Walden said they were close to finalizing a deal with Marvel for a live-action X-Men television series, so this may not be a surprise to those that have been following the news. I imagine Marvel taunting Fox with those X-Men television rights like, like this, and then has Magneto. Uh, the biggest question for all of this, what does Marvel get from the deal? Apparently the Fantastic Four, including the rights to Galactus, Doctor Doom, and the Silver Surfer. Nice. According to our source, Fox were given the TV rights for X-Men in exchange for Fantastic Four. The deal's been in the works for some time, we're told, and further, the timing of Marvel's recent announcement of its movie slate leading up to the 2020 in the X-Men TV series is no coincidence. So that might be that we might get a Fantastic Four movie instead of uh, humans. humans. But that's I feel like the, the Fantastic Four are more needed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe than the X-Men are. I would agree. They have they have bigger consequences to the because you know we said this before X Men is kind of like it's it's it is Marvel yeah don't we're not going to argue that it's not it's not Marvel but it it kind of works in its own little stratosphere you yeah. know what I mean at least it can yeah I mean but it, I mean it kind of does man I mean there's not I mean, yeah like there's there's you just bleed overs but it's like X Men like problem bleed over more in the past ten years than it has when we were reading it heavily for like twenty years that might be true but you know you know. They're, no matter what's going on in the world, if, if the X Men have their own bullshit, it's like oh, that's their shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just that's what it feels like to me, at least. Yeah, so I knows? think that I think that like it's a better like if they come back, like we get Doom, we get Galactus, we get Silver Surfer, which are all needed, especially Silver Surfer for uh, and you know potentially the Infinity War. Yeah, true. Um, and we also get uh, and then we know, can get but, fucking but, the Illuminati. We also get potential for the Illuminati, exactly. Yeah. But um, we need but we need Xavier though. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I feel like that's 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 easier worked around than without Reed. Yeah, so. true that. True um, that. He could just be a bald guy. <laughs> yeah, they can just call him Charles. All right, so we got Spider Man and the uh, Captain America. Dude, I like what I'm looking at. His costume still seems kind of weird to me. It's like so tight. It's very tight. I mean, it, tight, it's like tight, Targa. You know, I mean, it's it's fucking crazy, man. So, um, but like his attitude feels right, and like, oh God. All right, I'm gonna say this because I don't want to be like, oh, you jumping on the bandwagon already, Adam. Like the costume, I'm like sixty percent there. You know, like like the Amazing Spider-Man two costume, hundred ten percent. Like it, it, it was perfect. Everything I ever wanted. As far as I'm concerned, I've I've seen the Holy Land. I'm fine. They, they could they could they could do nothing but black costume from now on, and I'd be good because I got my red and blue done right. I like my mashed potatoes done right. Not right? Didn't I tell you that? Um, but his voice and his attitude thus far, and I'm actually digging it, man. Um, he he doesn't sound as as he doesn't sound as condescending as um as uh Tobey Maguire did. Like, it's, like, Tommy Quar is like an almost annoying smart Alec, you know? Yeah. And the Garfield, like, I could tell that it was like a fake New York accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just felt like he's like, oh, it's pretty good. Well, you also not, got, um, it's not good enough. That, that, that viral type video of the, the news show about the Avengers impact on the world. Yeah. The, the first one with, and that, that chick was in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, uh, and another thing too is like that, that, uh, you know, world headquarters news or whatever. Yeah. That's been in several, like it's been in all the movies. Cause now I'm like, shit, that's like, it's like the same news organization. It's like the same, like in CNN, it's a little shit like that, that I'm fucking digging about. 
done yeah that's that. cool so that i think that like I, I think that this that that viral campaign is maybe a little late in the game like i would have preferred if it had, like started like you know like a month or two ago and then we like kept getting more and more reports like they kind of did with dark knight you know what i want marvel to do and i would spend i would i would dump 150 bucks at this i would like them to do a super edit phase one two and three have all of the viral video news stories edited in, all of the Marvel one-shots edited in, which they don't do anymore, which I'm kind of disappointed at. Like, I think Disney stopped, nixed those, and do them in like chronological order. Like Start with Captain America, or whatever the fuck they need to do, and like just, just it, it's, you know, just one long movie. Cut out, maybe, maybe a fan needs to do it. Um, but I, I would be interested in just sitting down there and like turning the TV on into that world for, you know, 30 hours. And so. also speaking of Spider-Man, Michael Keaton no longer in talks for... Yeah, man. Easy easy come, easy go. Yeah. But uh, Iron Man is in talks. Or is already confirmed. So that's cool. And actually, a slight segue, Robert Downey Jr. says he think about doing another Iron Man. The fact that he says that, I wonder if he dies in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but except he's in Spider-Man. Uh, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah, unless Spider-Man happens before the Avengers. I feel like people are, are leaning towards now that Captain America is going to die. Nah, he's not going to die. And well, the thing is, is that like you don't need to hold on to any of these deaths because Infinity War is coming, so all bets are off. Yeah. People can come back from the dead. People can come back. It doesn't matter. All bets are off. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but we do have uh, reports of... Oh, we missed one. Um, that Josh Whedon, yeah, maybe returning. He to wants back. He wants back in. I'm sorry, I was wrong. No, well, he's saying uh, it was just five. He said it was just five years of my life. I took a two week vacation for the first time in 25 years, except for the four month vacation where I wrote the Buffy musical. I set out to accomplish. I set out to accomplish nothing. Um, but they asked him if he was back, and he said, "Yeah, I'm back." So it's done. Nice. He's back. Nice. Um, I hope Guess so. Guess who's back? <laughs> yeah. Back again. Whedon's back. Uh, and then let me make sure. Uh, we're also uh, we're getting uh, minor spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Simon Williams as Wonder Man. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's crazy. Or Nathan Nathan Fallon, right? Nathan. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Simon Williams is fucking Wonder name. Man's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Whatever. Needs to yeah. have a love interest with. It's nice uh, to see another character in the, in, in, you know what I mean, in the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you think he's going to have a, a relationship with uh, Wanda? Mm. I think Wanda's going to bite it. You know, I just saw something else that she lives through it, like something that confirmed that she lived through it. It was like all of our guesses were wrong. All right, so I, I'm 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 positive that Captain America lives through it, hundred percent. Okay. So. Well, I guess we'll do. No, we have next week, so we'll do our predictions next week. Okay. 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 Um, X twenty three rumored to debut in Wolverine three. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, unless she's supposed to be the next Wolverine, because I kind of want to reboot. I kind of want to be done. Well, I think she's a Wolverine in the comic book, so that that's she probably uh, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, it's probably what's going to happen is that Wolverine is going to die in this one. And then, you know. Yeah. No, I, no doubt. But I'm saying like I, I like I would I would rather him just die and then they reboot everything. But like this makes me think that this continuity may continue. 
Dude, I got I got such a good joke to play on you. Like, when? It, 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 you gotta wait for it. It's gonna be glorious. Also, Civil War debuts, I think, tonight. Does it? Oh, yeah. No, it was last night. I think was it was it last that? night in London, yeah. Oh, no, but, but I mean, I think it's released today. Oh, in Europe or, or China or some shit. Really? Like, I, yeah, I just saw Fucking Lenny. Australia's, man. Yeah, Lenny put up a Australia's. Facebook. Australians. <laughs> yeah, all the same. Yeah. Lenny put up a, uh, a Facebook post today that said, uh, tonight, Civil War and Chill. Nice, man. Well, that means I'll be watching it tomorrow. I'm going to hold off on these spoilers. Since I'm going to hold off on these spoilers for Captain America because it's just a week away at this point, And I they've already. Did we have a spoiler section? Uh, the the bonus scenes, like the oh yeah yeah scenes. yeah, don't watch them. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold off. Um, we do have some DC news. Uh, let me make sure that that's it for Marvel. Yeah, that's it. We do have some DC news. The new Superman will be Chinese. I didn't read this article. Yeah, a new Superman will be Chinese. A still, new Superman. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good. Fine. Yeah. They, yeah, it's fine. Good. It's like actually a whole Ch- Chinese China metropolis. Nice. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't care. Speaking of actually, I, 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 I actually like his suit. It, do you remember that Superman video game like back in the day where like you know player one was like the blue Superman and player two was like a red Superman, like red yes. and gray. Like his costume looks like that. I mean, it's kind of dope. I like I like it. I like the look of it. So, so now, um, we got, now we got a Chinese Hulk and a Chinese Superman. What do you think about yeah? What do you think about uh, this Krypton show? Um, now we've known about this for a while. Like Goyer is involved in this some way, and it's supposed to be set in the Man of Steel original concept. It was Man of Steel universe two hundred years before the the planet exploded, and apparently has to do with uh, Jor-El's grandfather. So this would have been Clark's great grandfather, right? Yes, or maybe it's yes. Jor-El's great great grandfather. Doesn't matter. Two hundred years in the future. Um, I think it's interesting because. It's going to be a sci-fi show, though. So I'm kind of like, ugh. It's going to be fucking suck. Stupid, yeah. Um, Is it something that I would want to see? Yes. I I think it has potential to be a cool show because they have a lot of of freedom. And also, unlike Gotham, I don't think they're going to be able to, like, you know, you know, put Superman's villains in there too early. I mean, Mr. Freeze is already Mr. Freeze. The Penguin is already the Penguin. The Riddler is already the Riddler. You know, it's just fucking, Gotham is fucking stupid, you know? So, I think that, but they will be able to do characters like Brainiac or Doomsday because those are ancient, you know, Kryptonian things. Like, so I think they could do something that that works well in that universe. Um, But the big question is, is this going to be part of the cinematic universe? Is it going to be its own thing? And I'm, I'm more interested if it's part of the cinematic universe well, obviously, at least because then it's it's has a foundation somewhere. And it, well, not it, only and, that, and, I, and it and what happens in it ultimately matters to what's coming. Yes, well, kind of, kind of, because it you know it's kind of all for naught anyway because everything's gonna be destroyed in two hundred years anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it enriches what's coming. You know oh, what absolutely, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it makes a makes a wide because you, you can have shit with fucking dark side in it. Right. You know, you can have you know, uh, and what Brainiac. what if what in Brainiac? Yeah, I mean, what if you find out that like. Krypton? It's going to be about Superman's grandfather. Okay, okay. Uh, is it still 200 years, though? It says the narrative would be constructed around the House of L, and when they ostracized, and when they were ostracized from Kryptonian society, Superman's grandfather will be the primary, will be the primary protagonist. Okay. 
cool. Um, maybe he's a young man. I feel like maybe Kryptonians live fucking a long time. Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So I don't want it in the fucking Supergirl universe. That oh, fucking no, show is no. painful. If it's in the Man of Steel universe, I'm interested. If it's not, I'm slightly interested, s- severely less interested. But you know, we'll see. Um, Green Lantern movie. Yeah. To include three Green Lanterns. Yeah, I like it. Sign that means. Getting my John Stewart, man. Yep, John, and, and like I get all three that I care about. <laughs> yeah, maybe you never know. It could be well, that no, chick the, the, and that, the three and that they're talking about are Kyle, Hal, Kyle, John. John, and Hal. Oh, sweet! I'm down. Yeah, perfect. yeah. Kyle's okay. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. He's good fun. He's an artist. Um, and we got a pick of Queen Ippolita. Yeah, Apolita. Yeah, I know, but I, like I, know she, I know what she did there. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, tracking. Yeah. yeah, man, it looks good. I like the look. I like the feel of cotton, the fabric of her life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's yeah. Good. And uh, all this Joker shit. Um, so, all right. So, Jared Leto once again says what everybody else says when they do a character somebody else says, which is, it's going to be something you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go to ranker.com, it has the 11 most obnoxious things Jared Leto has done as the Joker. Yeah. Delivered a dead pig during rehearsal. Yep. Didn't show up. Just had somebody walk in there with a dead pig slam on the table. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, according to producer Charles Roven, Leto made all assistant directors on set call him Mr. J. Mm-hmm. Does this piss you off? It does. I'm fine with it. Uh, the playing Joker sounds uncomfortable. Asked about his process, Leto said, there was definitely a period of detachment. I took a deep dive, but this was a unique opportunity, and I couldn't imagine doing it another way. It was fun playing those psychological games, but at the same time, it was very painful, like giving birth out of my prick hole. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love obnoxious artists. They're always the best kind. Joker I've... married, I mean, mailed uh, Margot a live rat. Dead rat, right? Nope. Really? Yep. I thought I was dead. Nope. Amanda Waller doesn't tolerate Leto. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't think he fucked with her at all. Male crazy inappropriate items to the cast, like except, used cars, use condoms and stuff. Except her. Yeah. Um. I don't like people playing with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Sent sticky copies of Playboy to Killer Croc. Yep. Uh. Ordered nice. actors like Jim Parrick, who is playing Joker Lackey Johnny Frost, to do things like spray paint some roses black, gather a bunch of nine-inch nails, or handle dead animals. So why does this annoy you so? Okay. It will, it will not annoy me if this performance is indeed amazing. Mm-hmm. But if it is not, I will be annoyed. Because I'll feel like he should have taken this time that he was mailing live rats to people to hone the character. Okay, okay. I, I'll right. gi- I will give you that. I will give you that. Will Smith was gifted a set of bullets. Um, Leto spoke in a Joker voice during 30 seconds to Mars show, which was sort of annoying for reasons that are hard to pinpoint. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, Use condoms and beads for everyone. Yeah, anal beads. Mailed used condoms and anal beads to the actors playing the Suicide Squad. 
uh, talk to holy men and shamans to prepare for the role and view and views his take on the character as an enlightened one from another plane. That's that super consciousness or super reality thing that I think that was fucking hold on. Who who did that? I want to say that was uh, Morris, right? Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. Joker suffers from super sanity, so it's similar to like Deadpool breaking the fourth wall. You know, like he really does see the joke of existence. Like existence is this, you know, absurd, absurd thing. Um, just as a side note for the show notes, mm-hmm. uh, the Green Lantern bit. I'm yeah. putting. You know what's better than one Green Lantern in a Green Lantern movie? What's that? Most things. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Star Wars segment, we have a couple big things, right? So let's get into Star Wars. Let's do it. Uh, like we never left. Like, so like my car didn't break down and I had to come back and this is an like, hour later. Like that didn't just happen. <laughs> so this Bloodlines book. Yeah. This looks like it's going to be the first bit of n- new EU or ECU rather. Mm-hmm. That's going to be required reading. Really? Yeah. So this book. That and that Vader book. Is supposed to solidify how and why the resistance was formed. Okay. How the seeds of the First Order were planted. Okay. It's supposed to establish all the political drama. Who's in charge, who has prominence, et cetera, et cetera. It's supposed to establish what happened with Han and Leia between the two films. Okay. What happened to Kylo, perhaps, as well? Is that still a mystery? doesn't say that. Hmm. It's supposed to have a lot of the original characters in it mm-hmm. and information regarding them. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson has direct input into the book. Who is he? The director of eight. Okay. Okay. There's supposed to be some revelations. Some like some friends become enemies. Some enemies become friends. No, I think like some huge information deployed. Okay. Um, the galaxy finds out a scanless secret. Robbie Vader is her, her father. Uh, maybe. And see Leia surrounded by a group of dedicated younger people who support her and know that she's awesome. Okay. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of information in this book that's going to be required for any Star Wars fan to kind of know what's going on. Interesting. Um, Pablo Hidalgo, who's like the champion in and head of Lucasfilm's, like, canon, continuity, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. He, he's, like, the information specialist. He's involved with everything, like, all those visual dictionaries and all that shit. Like, he is the man. Mm-hmm. He talked about the rumors of Snoke possibly being the one in the Bacta tank in the uh, Rogue One trailer. Yeah. This is the tweet. Snoke is not in Rogue One, like, in any way, shape, or form. Okay. This is a standalone movie. Okay, I'm listening. That's it. Okay, cool. So, no Snoke in Rogue One. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm okay with that. Pretty black and white. Yeah, I, I. You know, I'm actually. Unless we find out later that Snoke has been there the whole time, like even manipulating Sidious, mm-hmm. I, I'm good with not seeing him at all. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um. 
And then the last bit of information is about this continued episode eight Reddit thread. Okay. Um, I'm not going to plug any other group of people uh, for the sake of plugging them. But there's a group of pe- there's two groups of people that I really respect out there when it comes to Star Wars news, mm-hmm. um, and one of them has said recently that uh, not to put any faith in this Reddit post. Okay. Um. Other than that, I mean, this is the same. Like this, this post that you put in here is the same thread that we yeah, posted it's, uh, in there the past three somebody weeks. Somebody the e- the evil one, L- Louis the evil one. Yeah, I think is the handle. And uh, it's just there. Just seems like uh, it's getting a lot of momentum uh, on Reddit, uh, but it doesn't seem to be trusted, validated, or respected by anybody in the game who I'm following that kind of knows what's going on on a fan level, not on a not on an official level. Yeah, we had a robot sound. Are you, you getting an echo? No. All right, cool. Let's keep going. Um, yeah, but you know what, dude? Also. Did anything at this detail level come out with episode seven this this early on in production? Like they just started shooting that motherfucker. Um, I I, I can't I can't say for certain. There was there was a num- number of Reddit bullshit threads that were detailed. Okay. Early on. Now now I now I spent like an hour reading the Reddit like comments to that, and someone was referencing something on Reddit that was like spot on. For Force Awakens, way before, like way before anything happened, you know. Not to say there weren't bullshit ones too, you know. So it's like, I mean, in your famous words, the bottom line is we don't know. The only people who know are the people that are working on this, and we don't, you know, we don't know what's accurate or what was, you know, what was put was thrown against the wall, what was, you know, maybe suggested, what early might be some early rights or what, you know. Um, That shit is. That shit could have had changed. My you know thing I mean? with this is that it, it seems to, like, from what I'm reading, it seems to be, not now I'm getting that go a bit, but it seems to be borrowing so heavily from uh, Last Airbender or whatever <laughs> that, like, um, I am not, and, and because it doesn't seem to be validated by anything, I am not putting, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. And yeah, I, and I, think I, that's, I, I think that's a fair assessment. And I think that with uh, it's 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 a number of things about it that set my spidey sense off. But the one killer for me is that no, you are my father. Like yeah, I just but, don't yeah. see. And I also I'll tell you what else, man. In this day and age, in the Disney princess era, and all this shit, I don't see them making the spirit of a man the protagonist for this movie. Oh man, are you kidding me? It's fucking transgender shit. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like. Dude, for me, that, I mean, that, for me, it's, a, like, for me like, it's an important staple that Ray is a female, a female lead. She's still, in Star she's still a female character. She's still a female mm, character. But I think that you're going to have a lot of uh, feminazis well, crying no, that I, I dis, I disagree because if you, if you, all right, if you want to go back to the the last Airbender and the Legend of Korra example, like even I'm in not that going world, to that. I'm just saying that other people. But are but, using but, that. but, but let, I want to, I want to use an example though. You had Aang who was a male, and then you had Korra that was a female. And Korra was not a Korra was not a female version of Aang. She was a completely different character with a completely different emotions. You know what I mean? She 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 uh it, like 
you get the feeling that it's two different people. It's just, and, and as was uh, Aang's other past lives, when he interacts with his other past lives, they are different people. You know what I mean? Who have different failures and whatever. Like the whole Avatar thing is just basically the skill and the knowledge is passed on to the next birth. You know what I mean? So like, the, you know, the new Avatar is always the most powerful Avatar. Right, but I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm talking about Disney princesses. I'm yeah, but about, what I'm saying, I'm with, talking about I'm, the big I'm saying deal with this, Ray is because Ray is a big deal. I agree. She's a big deal. I don't think she's a Disney. I don't think she's a Disney princess, though. She's definitely a Disney princess, but she's she's a big deal because she's a female lead of Star Wars. Like that's a well, big Disney problem. came out like a year ago and said like Frozen was the last Disney princess story that they're going to get away from that archetype anyway. Well, I don't and mean they, that they came out and literally said that. <laughs> I don't know? mean that she's a Disney princess like she's, you're going to see her in a picture with Cinderella and shit, Adam. I'm just saying that she is. No, but I, but I'm saying but 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 they're getting. I, don't, I disagree. I disagree. She's a female lead she, character of of importance in a product owned by Disney. Thus, the, the comparison I'm drawing. Well, Disney also owns ESPN, so is every you know. Uh, you know, are you saying that, that ESPN and Dis- so is there an ESPN park at Disney? I don't know. There's not. There, there might be. There might be there's, ESPN. No, there's not. There's not. There's not an ESPN land. <laughs> That's yeah. not a thing. That's not a thing. So, so is is Black Widow a a a Disney princess as well now too? I think if they were to do, if they were to really focus on a Black Widow, quite possibly. But I, I don't I think disagree. so. I don't think that she's the lead character in any in any Marvel film. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. There's, there's been talks. Sure, but as of right now. But, but like going going back to your original premise, I don't. I I think that, you know, you, if you're using the example of the Avatar, you can't you can't say that and say I that, am not using oh, the it's, example it's, of the Avatar. No, 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 no. But you're saying <laughs> this if, is the if, second if time that you said that she I'm is using come, it though, and I'm not using it. But what I'm saying, if you let me finish, is that. Okay. She is not. If she is Anakin reincarnated, which we haven't even come out and said yet, that's the whole the whole thing of this 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 thing. Well, this like it doesn't mean that she's a male character. Same article. Yeah, it doesn't mean that she's a male character. Is what I'm trying to say. I mean, sexually, if you're familiar she's not, with she's she's the it's the same spirit of a man. Same essence of a man. If if it's done in the way. If it's done in the way that Avatar if, if has been done for my father, yeah. If Luke's, yeah, but I mean, like you're the chosen one, you know. Yeah, but that's not what he says in in the in the Reddit script. Well, we we don't know if that's literally what he says. You know, I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, it, you know, in my opinion, like what this guy is saying, you can't take that and say, well, I don't like this, so I'm not going to validate that, but the rest of it, I'm going to validate. I, I'm not, I'm not validating it either. I mean, that's that's, you know, and we never, I don't know, we don't know, we don't know. Obviously, we don't know, but she's I'm, but she's I'm, not Anakin Skywalker. You know, I mean, she's Ray. She's her own person. Right. She's just but, a chosen. But one. but if she says you were my father, I mean, that's a pretty direct link. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a, it's a direct that's link to the chosen. Fairly one. black and white. Absolutely. And it all, but it also says that she has a Force vision where she has a conversation with Anakin Skywalker. Right. You know? Right. And she also sees the other the other you know. Force ghost of the chosen ones before her, so there is a segregation of the spirit, you know. Right, but I, it's, it, well, then that the, you are my father makes even and less. And Luke also, Luke also says you're a child of the Force. Right. Everybody else says you are my father. So not you are my mother. Yeah. 
You're my father. I hear you. Now, so, and, and let's put the, co- the quote in context. So, so she gets angry. And this, the way it reads is she gets angry with Luke. She mm-hmm. says, you're my father. And he's like, it's more like, you know, no, it's more like you're my father. Right. So that's the context of it. Because she's angry thinking that she, he is not being honest with her about, right. you know, whoever her father is. She doesn't right. have a father. She, she, you know, because she's. Well, she says little. she's already come out and says she, she knows who her parents are now. Oh, really? So the force and the mother. Right. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> she said, I know who my parents are, and I know that I'm the father. Oh, but did you did you go back and listen to the JG actual listen to him talk about in that yeah. interview? Yeah. Still not buying it. Yeah. Mm. No, buddy. I went but back like, and watched it. The inflections, the infle- like, it was not like, it was not a calculated statement. It was de- definitely off the cuff, and there was damage control after afterwards. Yeah. I can't say that. I, I guarantee you that dude was like. You can say that you believe like, that. You can't fuck. say that that's definite. The the if you go back and listen to our podcast and the way that you were reading it, interpreting the reading of it, the right. inflections you put were not close to the attitude that JJ presented when he when it actually the words came out of his mouth. I know? watched it. That's when I watched it. I didn't think that it was. I still didn't think it was the way that you thought it was. I hear you. Okay, but we'll see. Time's gonna tell on this one. I think we'll be seeing some Luke, some some Luke, some uh, leaks here, some real leaks here soon. Hopefully. So, and and the weird, the other the other weird thing, is if StarWars.com or StarWarsNews.com, who's the big like resource? I'm not gonna plug them. That like knows everything. I'm not gonna. Plug okay, them. we're not gonna plug them. But man, you got some hatred towards them or something? No, or? I don't have any hatred. I just, I just, I just, I just, I just until if it, until I build a relationship with them. I'm not going to plug them. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sh- I'm not. They're affiliated with an, with another person that I'm not a fan of at mm-hmm. all, and I don't want to give that person mm. any credit mm. whatsoever. Friend of my enemy is my enemy. Possibly. Apparently. Possibly. <laughs> you know, anyway, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a all or nothing kind of guy. There are these people in the internet world that yes. have that apparently have some information, right? Yes. And they're not releasing said information until a further time. Correct. Which is very questionable to me. You know what I mean? If they have access, if they've gotten this stuff. Well, first you know, of all, like they, they, they I not, mean, they've, they've been consistent in that the entire time that I've been up on them. Like, their connections, like, because they have legitimate connections. They're interviewed in Star Wars Insider. Like, they're legit. Okay. okay. And Star Wars Insider is an official publication. So... They know all sorts of people. Their connections and their underground railroad, for lack of a better term, of information, they have to yeah. kind of protect. So sometimes they don't release information because it would be obvious who it would get, who it would come from. They don't want to this, damage their sources. Exactly. This time they said that they're. I don't want to misquote them, but it was something along the lines of the internet is so ripe with uh, bullshit from the Reddit thread that we don't feel like it's time to release it. They're going to wait till it fizzles down and then they're going to release some information. Yes, yeah, it's, it's odd. Um, it's, I find that odd. Because they don't, I, they don't want it to be like, a, no, we said this. You know, you said this. Like, just wait till this passes and then they'll be like, this is the information that we have. They're not yeah. a very confrontational group. 
and it's it like within the context of them, their connections, and they're like they have serious clout. Like they're not a joke at all. And uh, and the other the other uh, group I will plug is uh, Jedi News Archive, or maybe just be called Jedi Archive. I mean. Well, look at both, folks, if, you, if you're interested. It's one um, or the other. Let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to give them a plug. Uh, they, they. what's cool about them is they're based in Europe. It's just Jedi News, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Okay. Uh, they're based in Europe, and, like, they were all up on that uh, Dubrovnik shit because, like, they had access to it the whole nine. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Speak, um, just uh, oh, just a quick side item. Did you see the thing of Sloth in the Jedi robe saying, Hey, Jedi! I have not. Meme? I have not. It was awesome. Um, I've been too obsessed so with Birdman. I've been too obsessed with Birdman. <laughs> There's no other memes in my life. But the, uh, the, the they also have given no credibility to that either. Which, for me, like, there's these two news sources that seem to be the biggest the biggest avenues to go. Well, maybe they're mad that somebody beat them to the punch. That's that's probably what it is. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll see. Uh, no, I, I uh, and like I said, yeah. like if, if she is, it, well, like you know, it's possible that she's. Well, I, I let's let's. That it's possible. Well, let's. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you feel about the rumors like themselves? What if what if they were legit? Um, like the, the Benicio del Toro is kind of a, a somewhat double agent, and there's kind of a coup with Leia. Uh, Finn has a romantic relationship with somebody who's actually working for the First Order. Well, uh, um, that's another thing. With Leia he ends is up that, like the this one source also states that Leia is pretty critically injured in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. So she's not uh, super active throughout most of the movie. Okay. Um. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know about all of it. Like, I, I will. I will say one thing that's interesting to me. Right? Even the title, and I can see them. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. What's that? Even uh, echoes we're, of the, we're having, we're echoes of big, the force. We're having a big delay right now. Big. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. Hold on a second. I'll call you back. Right. Sorry, we're talking over each other, folks. But the one thing that was like, I didn't like it. Don't get me wrong. But I can like see them. Like, yeah, they probably do some shit like that. Is that Finn gets in with this chick? Sorry, Finn Poe, you know, fans out there, not gonna happen. This chick working for the First Order, they're on some planet. They push down the shields because this chick trick, you know, basically uh, tricks Finn into get, getting the codes, and then Phasma somehow is there. I don't know what it is, and so it's just the the role reversal. You know what I mean? Like what Finn did to Phasma, now Phasma did to Finn. Don't like it. Think it's dumb. Don't want to see it, but like when I heard that shit, I was like, oh, "That's probably some shit that they would do." You know what I mean? That just sounds like some classic Hollywood shit, you know? Yeah, they're, they're also like even the title—I forget what it is Echoes, now. Echoes of the Force. Oh, okay, I'm, I don't—I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't hate that either. I don't yeah. hate that either. I, I think I read another one that was like—I mean, it was something so close to Empire that I was like, "Come on!" Because like that's another big fear of mine—is—is is the is you know another film that's a mirror to another film yeah no there's a lot of episode there's a lot of episode five stuff as well i mean dude i'm I'm taking this with a grain of salt you know what i mean i you know i and and like i've been fucking 
probably unfairly riding Bobby about this shit, just to, you know, just for the lols. <laughs> you know, but, uh, pause. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I don't know, dude. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think we're going to see what happens soon, you know, because it's only a matter of time before this shit uh, leaks out. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm excited. And, yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, do some shout-outs. I want to give a special shout-out real quick. I just want to make sure that I get the name right. Um, it's I guess, to us, we'll, I guess it's we'll to, do new questions next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll always be one week ahead. Uh, be like, God damn it. I want my question answered now. Yeah. It's like, so, so, I mean, we're already so long, and I got to go anyway. Um, all right, I mean, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. Because they they showed me a lot of love, and and I want to make sure that I shout them out. I think they showed Nerd Rage some love, too. Sweet. Yeah. little added bonus. Yeah, somebody wrote me something like, my life isn't complete without 40K beers and bolters. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Check out. (laughs) Check out Blue Milk Special on Twitter at Blue Milk Special. They also have like a uh, they have like a web comic. They do a Star Wars thing, and it's uh, they're they're pretty dedicated to Star Wars. They do a lot of cool Star Wars stuff. So check them out. Blue Milk Special on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm sure all the other social media bullshit. Um, uh, hopefully they're all over that. Um, but very cool guy. I think Rob is the dude that, that runs it, and uh, he's been he's been like we've been talking a bit. He's, he's pretty cool. He's a cool fella. Um, regular shout outs. Let me shout out the NRR team first so I don't forget. Uh, Raul is taking care of our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at, at Nerd Rage Radio IG. Shout out to Raul for taking care of Shout out to Dante for just being genuinely and generally awesome. Uh, we got to hang out. The three of us were actually Nerd Rage was together. The three of us, anyway, at uh, yeah, last, last weekend. That's good. And shout, and he's also, uh, Dante is going to go see X Men with us and then be on the X Men episode. Yeah, man. So we got that to look for. getting ready to have a baby, like any second now. Yep. And well, not him, his wife. True. So. And be prepared, uh, because Dante is uh, is can be crazy as fuck. Yeah. With his general statements. So. Uh, uh, real quick though, before I forget, apparently I need to get a real mask. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. No, I like I like the alternating ones. I do too. I do so, too. I guess so. we can look around for one. We'll, we'll um, figure it out. Also, shout out to Gary for sending us his Gary. His rage. He has a really good one coming. Not next week. I have next week's. So that's good too. But he has a really good one coming. I think two weeks from now. And for other podcasts in the network, so to speak, make sure you sh- uh, give a listen to Toy Detox with Tyler Brave and sometimes Swage over there, and uh, Realm of Collectors. Uh, just actually, I just uh, got some toys from him to look at recently, so that was cool. And he put something very fucked up on the box. Uh, I can't like it was like it was a picture of like a dinosaur it was like Grimlock like in T-Rex mode and then in bot mode behind him I think so it looked very suggestive Mm -hmm. and then it had like some inscription written on the box like you know I'd never stand up on you or something like you know what I mean and the the male person who brought it to my house actually left it with the bottom up just to let me know that he saw it (laughs) so that was pretty awesome anal ticklers yeah um and uh, if you need more uh, Skullface in your life, make sure to check out Shattercast Uncut. It's a Transformers podcast every Friday and Beers and Bolters whenever they feel like doing an episode. Uh, I'm so horrible about it. Uh, feel free to check them out. I just do my own pod. I'm going to sit up there and just talk about Warhammer. Nobody else. How sad is that? It's the scheduling, man. Hopefully uh, my schedule game will be fixed here soon, but we'll see. All right. 
I think that's it, man. All right, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. Make sure you guys go check out uh, the iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. I guess on Stitcher or wherever you get the podcast. And coming real soon, YouTube. It's going to come to YouTube. I'm going to make that happen. So, there you yeah, have it. all 40 of them at the same time, even though we're only episode 33. There's probably some bonus episodes. You never know. There are. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, that five-star rating really helps us out. And remember... Go read some books, and I was going to say paint your models and play fluffy games, but it's a wrong fucking podcast. I haven't said it in such a long time, I need to say it. I got so, you. It's that beer I had after my car broke down. And remember, great tits. And respect my tight dick, player. Put some respect on the tip of that dick. <laughs>